This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Twilight Sanctorum. Twilight Sanctorum. That different was really thing. good, actually. The bird call. I, okay. I thought so, yeah. Yeah, Ravens. Twink, twink. Okay, it's too much now. It's too much? You're too much. I'm your dungeon docent, Emily Expert, joined by Brian Murphy. Ah, it's too much, Pen. Come on. You <laughs> know, if you're nice to the birds and you give them shiny trinkets, they'll give you stuff in return. No, I know that. You don't have to mimic them, though. If anything, you're insulting them. It's Frankie Fantasma. You look nice today! <laughs> and, of course, Caldwell Tanner. Oh, from Ugly Dogling to Papa Swan, and also all my blood is gone. It's me, <laughs> Penny Fantasma. How's it going? <laughs> and finally, Jake Hurwitz. Feeling all alone in a dog cone. Maybe. <laughs> Vantasmo. We shouldn't let him sleep in that cone. I think he might suffocate. Come on. Get this thing off of me. It's too complicated. <laughs> and with that, we return one last time to a liminal city at the crossroads of life and death where private investigators Frankie, Penny, and Mavid Vantasmo are just trying to collect the final spell component to reincarnate their deceased client. Last session, you recovered from your battle with the musically bewitched gazers, but as one lay dying on your carriage floor, it produced an encoded thought strand containing the final moments of its life. In a well-intentioned but misguided effort to hack the magical <laughs> yeah, artifact, story Penny of his life. ate it. Okay, I misread <laughs> I an article it was about how to deal with thought strands, okay? Then you headed to an abandoned townhouse to explore the headquarters of Living in Harmony. Mavid scaled the exterior and spied a conversation between the were-raven, shadowmancer, and puppet who'd attacked you earlier, and a mysterious woman. As your combatants pleaded for their lives, the woman retrieved a purple stringed dulcimer from a painting, played a magical song, and de-animated your foes. When the room was finally empty, Mavid hopped in, stole mostly everything, and the Most three- Most of the stuff that don't matter. And the three of you returned home, where Penny finally passed the gazer's security footage. Improved it in some ways, I imagine. <laughs> Upon analyzing the footage, you learned the location of Genevieve's apartment, but also got a glimpse of her understudy, Ida Belvedere, picking the lock to it. You confronted Ida at Genevieve's apartment, only to have Ida confess that it was she who had been sending the threatening letters to Genevieve. The two were romantically involved and Ida wanted to run away together. 
Ida then shared a pile of blackmail letters she'd found, written not to, but from Genevieve. The letters were written to the head of Living in Harmony, accusing the collective of pretending to heal people when, in fact, it turned them undead. Penny scoured the letters, found the name Trudea, and realized the purple strings of the dulcimer were likely the unicorn hair Genevieve was after. Armed with this information, the three of you planned to attend the masquerade the next night to steal the unicorn hair. On your way home, however, you saw Abel Miss Mabel's hut in disarray. You found a bruised and repentant Miss Mabel, who told you Nico sent his fists to claim Genevieve's body, then saw Penny's blood and decided the debt of a private investigator was more valuable to him after all. That's all right. That's not too bad. Right, great. I guess so I should be flat, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. They didn't even sniff my blood. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ms. Mabel forgot she had it yeah. because I, the DM, forgot I had it. <laughs> yeah, your blood is like brown, Dad. What's with that? I don't know. <laughs> and that's where you guys are now. Frankie, Penny, Mavid, you navigate the shadowy back alleys to your dilapidated carriage house, clutching the feathered masquerade masks Miss Mabel gave you. The eerie twilight of day is dawning. You've been out all night. A crow the size of a rooster perches on a rusty weather vane and croaks its morning song. Okay, how's it going? Hey, Mavid, give him a peanut. No, these are my nuts. Get your own nuts. Be nice to the crow. He's going to give you a bottle cap later. Yeah. No, what are you talking about? Maybe we could train him to send messages to us or something like that. He doesn't need a fucking nut, man. Just give him one nut. Just give give him a nut. He's hungry. He's going crazy for it. (laughs) Drop it. It's crazy. You got enough peanuts for everybody. Come on. You know what? Maybe you do it. I don't have any more. If if you're not going to give him a nut, then you do it. We're not letting you in the house if you don't give the bird a nut. (laughs) (laughs) David shakes out a bunch of nuts. (laughs) Eat up, you pig. The crow stoop dives dangerously close to your feet and then gobbles up the nuts. Oh, jeez. I like them. <laughs> and with that, you guys enter your dilapidated carriage house. Do you have anything that you would like to do before you go to bed for the yeah, night? I guess, did anybody break in? People are always breaking into our oh, home. Oh, yeah. Let's check the windows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me an investigation check. You guys did already uh, destroy the mirror that could have been a portal right. to the mirror. Yeah. Right, right, right. Good. Uh, not a great investigation. I rolled <laughs> a four, so I got a 14. Uh, I got in that one. You got in that one. I got in that one. Benny, there are enemies everywhere. Oh, jeez. You need to just shoot your fireball indiscriminately. <laughs> that crow. That crow's in on it. Whoa. I told you we shouldn't have fed him. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. I didn't trust you, my boy. Uh, Mavid got a 26, though. 26? Mm. Okay. Mavid, you, by nature, think everyone is out to get you. <laughs> you look around, though, and in this rare reprieve, you do feel safe here. You do not feel as though anyone is lying in wait. David, do you want to describe how you feel? Did you see anything or? I feel oddly at ease. Okay. You're twitching less than usual, which I like. Huh? Yeah. I think I need another coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Well, get some. Well, we should all go to sleep. 
we got to. Do big... you think the Vantasmas make a pot of coffee before they go to sleep? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Sleepy time like coffee. Cap. Come on. Yeah, yeah, just half half decaf. <laughs> half <laughs> calf. All right. Yeah. You guys brew a half calf. Mm-hmm. All right. Everybody have your caffeine and let's get to bed for a little bit. <laughs> oh, we're only gonna sleep until one or two because you don't want to completely throw off your rhythm. No, no, no. Yeah. And right. This this is just nighttime thinking coffee. So you all take your half calf coffees uh-huh. uh, and retire to your respective rooms. Good night. Sleep tight. I love you. Love you both. Yeah. Um, I think Mavid actually, instead of going to his uh, bedroom, is going to go take uh, a nice hot bath. He's down to mm. sleep there. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right, Mavid, don't leave it on. <laughs> Not going to leave it on. I'm just going to run the hot water for a little bit. Mavid, you step over shattered glass. Jeez no. Louise. We could teach the crow to pick that up, honestly. <laughs> you open up the window, the crow comes in and starts picking up the glass. Good boy. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Get out of the bathroom, Dad. <laughs> and uh, as you crawl into this steaming hot bath, on your forearm, the bandage of the poultice Miss Mabel applied clings <laughs> weakly. In fact, the humidity seems to be lessening Huh. Some of the adhesive qualities to it. I uh, I submerge it in the tub just for a, just for a minute. <laughs> you submerge it in the tub with this wet bandage clinging to it. You can see the scar forming underneath. Huh. Is sort of rough and scaly, ridged, crocodilian. I think I pick at it absentmindedly. <laughs> it's probably fine to just let it soak. It doesn't need to be wrapped up in a bandage and everything. <laughs> uh, maybe it's going to undo the bandage entirely. <laughs> okay. You rip this bandage off and soak this wound in the bathtub as you there do the humidity oh, of uh-huh. the bathtub becomes dark and almost brackish. Your wound tingles with the oxygen you are feeding it. You hear the crunching of bone, and you hear, Feed me, Mavid. I will make you strong. What are you you hungry for? Buddies. Buddies? No, no, I, I am. I can't hear you. Body, body. I can't hear you super well, body. But if you can't hear me, it is because the connection is distant. But with every body you fell, it will get closer and louder. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, tell you what, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> and with that commitment. Your muscles contract and release, and you feel in your mouth, your teeth getting pointier. Wow. Almost piercing the inside of your lip. You now have a bite attack with which you are proficient. (laughs) Holy shit, my snaggle tooth grew in. It's even longer than before. And three times a day, you can use it to regain hit points equal to the damage you do. Okay. I turn to the crow and say, he's okay in there, right? I don't need to worry. Yeah. Maybe it is fully submerged under the bathwater. And uh, that's Mavid. 
uh, Penny. That's that's Maven, I guess. <laughs> Penny, you retire to your bedroom. I'm assuming that the bedroom is where you have your laboratory. Yeah, it's kind of a, a communal uh, bedroom workspace. That there was a model train set, uh, but it's been shoved aside. Uh-huh. I'd actually kind of like set it up to go in between all the rooms as like a messaging system. Right, but Frankie kept breaking the tracks. Right, yeah, the train would come <laughs> back and the train would be all mangled. So it's just collecting <laughs> dust now. And you've mentioned like trying to modernize Phantasmo and Son's investigation. I'm wondering, like, what do you think that you've set up in this little DIY lab to help usher your father's old business into a more modern age? Well, I think, you know, it's all about the fusion of forensics and magic, for me at least. You know, that's a little bit of what I learned at community college and what I picked up from various periodicals that I try Mm -hmm. to keep up with. So I think there's probably a lot of, like, tinctures, powders, stuff for, uh, you know, dusting for prints and whatnot. Great. Uh, Just trying to keep up with the cutting edge. Uh, But also, you know, there's, like, books of, like, runes and stuff that can be infused. I think that I probably got, like, a prototype of the... uh, the pistol that I use that shoots a firebolt, things like that. Great. Kind of, you know, trying to synthesize magic and uh, investigative techniques. Yeah. Well, you return to this familiar laboratory. Mm-hmm. It's been a long day. You gave a quart of your blood for your son, <laughs> which somehow managed its way into the hands of your enemy. Uh-huh. But you also do have this puppet that you felt so curious about when it attacked you trying to scare your family off of Genevieve's trail. Yes. Your son so intelligently decided <laughs> to thieve it. I think I like thinking. pick it up and look at it. I hold it almost as if it's a small child. <laughs> you try to burp this lifeless <laughs> puppet. Look at you. Wow. <laughs> kind of inspecting the, the joints uh, and the way that they fit together. Okay, so as you inspect the joints and the ways they fit together, mm-hmm. um, give me an arcana check. Yeah, I, I, I make myself a, a piece of toast uh, to settle my stomach because of... <laughs> because of all the coffee? <laughs> yeah, all the coffee and the lack of blood. Mm, uh, that's just going to be a 14. A 14 is enough. You inspect these joints. You essentially perform like a small puppet autopsy, (laughs) sort of peeking inside what's going on. And inside you see that the doll's limbs and joints are held together by arachne silk. Arachne are spider folk from the Feywild, and they produce this super strong silvery thread that can be woven as intricately as spider webs. This silk is used for coin purses, clothing, like healing wounds. It's a multi-purpose substance, but what it does better than anything else is conduct arcane magic. So it's an amazing conductor for magic. I knew it. I knew that that puppet was too nimble. Even with magical infusions, (laughs) the fact that it was able to move and dance like that, there had to be something else going on. Yes. Does it seem like I could infuse further spells or even a small amount of life into this puppet. I would say that your mage hand is probably the most innately magical thing that you have. Mm -hmm. And there is a feeling that if you were to infuse sort of your mage hand in this, you might be able to animate it in its own right. (laughs) So you're saying that I could basically use my mage hand to puppet the puppet. Yeah. 
I think I uh, practice this. <laughs> I insert my mage hand, <laughs> make it dance a little bit, and I kind of like put it towards the mirror and I say, Hi, maybe it'll go on. It's me. <laughs> Even your puppet is practicing conversations to your son. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? Look at this. Hey, why don't we go get a burger or something? Yeah. <laughs> As your mage hand magic animates these strings, it takes hold in a way that is its own spell. With this, you have now learned the find familiar spell. Oh. Ooh. I think I give the puppet uh, the name that we would have gone with if Mavid was a girl, which is Dolores. <laughs> <laughs> As you say, Dolores, this puppet, it doesn't really speak, but it sort of like clacks at you with like a wordless wooden, sounds like a hollow xylophone or something like that. <laughs> and it sort of dances for you a little bit. Hey, quit oh. playing music in there. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. You'll love him. Don't worry. And it sort of cuddles up on your bed like a pleasant cat. <laughs> and is there anything else you'd like to do? Well, I start thinking about tiny clothes to make for the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> and then I shake those thoughts from my head because tomorrow is going to be a big, big day. Uh, and I want to make sure everyone's prepared. So I think the next thing I would love to do is mm -hmm. to... Um, Try and improve Mavid's ball bearings. Okay. Um, I'm going to say since Mavid is naked in the bathtub, maybe he just carelessly threw his clothing outside of the bathroom <laughs> mm -hmm. so you can go retrieve the the ball bearings amidst all the peanut shells from right. his pocket. See, okay. Uh, nut pocket is left. Ball pocket is right. Okay, yep. There we go. <laughs> Both mixed. <laughs> yeah, so I grab a bunch of ball bearings. Uh, and I guess I want to try and like make it so that they're extra slippery and like the DC would, goes up or something. Okay, like cool. Give me an arcana check as you work with these. Just an 11. Mm -hmm. I would say it doesn't work. <laughs> Maybe it's all the peanut dust that's coating them, but you can't seem to get through to manipulate these You get ball them back bearings. to baseline. <laughs> yeah. You separate the peanuts from the you ball You successfully so clean all the them. peanut dust off of it. <laughs> I guess they're just doing a nice thing for me. Yeah. They're not improving them. They're covered in dust as soon as they go back in the pants, unfortunately. <laughs> Anything else, or would you like to surrender to? Yeah, I think I probably start to pass out from the blood loss. Kind <laughs> of crawl my way into bed next to the puppet. Great. And then Frankie. I, I think Frankie does his normal thing, which is to tell everybody he's going to bed and then leaves the light on and smokes his pipe, and you can see the smoke coming out from under the door. And he also, I'll say, almost like he's a bad roommate playing darts or something. He has a throwing knife that he just throws into a beam on on his wall that has a bunch of like slashes into it. And then he has another knife that was like a dagger that his wife Lynette had that he doesn't throw. He keeps it perfect. So he's got the one in his left hand that's her knife, just kind of like flipping it and looking at it. And then he's got his crappy one that he just throws into the wall over and over again. As you flip Lynette's dagger in your hand, the hilt of it familiar to you at this point. You see the hilt of it is decorated with a sort of red poppy flower. You hear Atticus's words in your head as a favor to your late wife. Keep her name out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and you feel in your stomach the remnants of the little death that you took just a dab of. And 
a memory is needling at you, do you I dive in yeah you dive in (laughs) yeah I in fact I probably like if I would have saved the vial I'd try to take more (laughs) (laughs) I will say that there's not anything left I desperately try to sit more I lick it you huff the fumes of that little death and you return to a moment you see in the corner of your bedroom this vanity with a basin where Lynette used to take the pins out of her hair after a night of dancing. And you remember a specific night, Lynette smiling at you in the mirror as her hair, curl by curl, falls to her shoulders, but with some mischief in her eyes. Hey, Frank. She pulls a coin purse from her corset. I think it's time to start looking at places in the Fey Wild. She tosses you the purse, grinning at you. It lands heavy in your hand. There's a lot of coin in here. I got a raise, Frank. We're so close. I can taste it. You, me, Pen. We're getting out of here. She takes the final pin out of her hair, which you now recognize is her dagger. She folds it gently into a handkerchief and she tucks it into a drawer. And she turns at you, beaming with a hope that is so infectious. You forgot to question where all that money came from. Lynette, uh, of course you got a raise. You're the best. They finally realize your worth. Uh, And I I pull her in. uh, I give her a big kiss. Such a distant Frankie that no longer exists. I call for Penny. Pen, get in here, bud. We got great news. What? What's going on? Come here, my special little guy. Get over here. Oh, God. Why are we just a perfect little family? Ain't nothing ever going to change. Nothing's getting us down to Vantasmos. I love you, Ma. I love you, Dad. Oh, I love you, son. God. It's so simple. Ain't life simple, everybody? Thanks, man. I'm just going to do a cartwheel, okay? Oh, wow. Look at him go, Lynn. Look at him go. There's my boy. He can do car wheels better than anybody. (laughs) And then this beautiful memory dissipates like the smoke from your pipe. And you're back here. Yeah. I look in the mirror and see myself looking back at me instead of Lynette. Yeah. throw something over the mirror and then I guess I'll inspect I'll give a good look at the knife or mm-hmm. see if there's anything because now now I'm starting to question everything and where this money came from do you want to give me an investigation check yeah 17 holding it in your hand do you realize it's actually more powerful than the dagger you've been using which is actually kind of suspicious in its own right. Why would a dancer be packing more heat than a private investigator? And I've added Lynette's dagger to your 
character sheet. Okay. So this dagger is a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls. Yeah. It's a magic weapon, and it has three extra properties to it. Immediately after you use the attack action, you can enable one creature within 60 feet of you to use its reaction to make one weapon attack. Sick. Immediately after you take the dash action, you can enable one creature within 60 feet of you to use its reaction to move up to its speed. Mm. Or immediately after you take the dodge action, you can enable one creature within 60 feet of you to use their reaction to gain the benefits of dodge. Sweet. Wow. So it's that's cool. Better than the regular dagger you've been using. And I think also if you are investigating, you look to the drawer. Do you think that you've gotten rid of her stuff or do you think you just... No, I think I leave it untouched. Okay. So I think I don't even usually look at it and only this memory is making me be like... Did something happen to her? Was what happened to her not natural? You look through the drawer. It's a lot of normal personal effects, some satin gloves, hair ties, her perfume that you loved that smelled like citrus and vanilla. But there is one thing that you don't recognize. There's a signet ring with a snake pressed into it. Take I take the ring. Do I recognize this? Give me a history check. Dirty twenty. With a dirty twenty, you would recognize this symbol to be of the Naga, which are sort of the snake folk that live in a brood on the outskirts of town. Hmm. Lynette, what did you get yourself into? Alright, I take the I take the ring. And I stay up all night. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So, Frankie, (laughs) the next morning, everyone else wakes up except for you. (laughs) Yeah, I I eventually fall asleep sitting up on a bed. (laughs) And the next morning, you guys wake up. Maybe you got the floor wet. <laughs> yeah, well, I fell asleep. Jeez Louise. I told you to oh, turn off the water. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, give, me a, give me a luck check to see if you ever turned the water off. Uh, I don't need to do that. I did not. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe your skin's all pruney. Oh, come on. <laughs> Shit. You're not <laughs> supposed to soak your bandage either. Yeah, oh, we got to reapply fine. this, son. Look at look at this. Oh, oh, that that does not look very good. Yeah, you guys I barely do touched see it. This scar is like Scaly. Oh, ridged. good. Well. And you do see Maven's Snaggletooth is looking prominent. Quit looking at my scar. We're trying to touch it. Ma- Maven, is there anything you want to tell us? No. <laughs> <laughs> because you're particularly ghoulish this morning, Maven. <laughs> I just, I'm just, it's just because I'm so pruny from the bath. <laughs> okay, Honey Bear, you, you do what you need don't to do. Don't call me Honey Bear. Yeah, don't call him Honey Bear. <laughs> He's a nasty little guy. <laughs> hey, Dad. Uh, yeah. that? Did anybody get a good night's sleep last night? Absolutely I not. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, boys, let's put on a uh, pot of double calf. Yeah. Oh, that's actually, I'm realizing now that's what I put on last night. Oh, mm. okay, yeah. I don't oh. might explain it. I didn't mind it. All right, uh, let's get uh, put on our best, which I think we already put on to mm-hmm. go out last night. So let's keep the same clothes we had on last <laughs> night, but put our masks on. <laughs> and uh, pen with the, uh, the swan mask, just, you know. Yeah? Just, uh... <laughs> 
be normal, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Try to rein it in. <laughs> you got it. I wink and you can clearly see it through the eye hole I've poked into the swan head. <laughs> and I have a raven mask, right? You have a raven mask, And what yeah. does Maven have? An owl mask. Oh, my God. Who? Oh, whoa. All right, maybe. Who is behind the mask, right? (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? Yeah. The first time you said it, it was kind of amusing. (laughs) Yeah. You've been hanging out with you. there's other people that haven't heard it yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them at the party. Yeah. Who is this? Your mother and your stepdad might give you pity laughs, but you're not going to get in our house. You got to be a real (laughs) comedian, all right? (laughs) Give me some actual insight or something. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. So you guys suit up. Anything else you want to do before you head to this party? Uh, I guess uh, give me some peanuts, Maven. <laughs> There's none left. I gave them all to that freaking bird. You gave you guys, them all? You we said to give some, and you, you give them all away? You guys that was very kind the, of you, Maven. The crow is waiting at the doorstep, like, as if you've taught it that now it can come feed at your house. Right, look. Come on Now in. it's obsessed with us. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to make a mask out of you. (laughs) It flies away. (laughs) All right, let's get going. So you guys head out into the night. As you get closer to the townhouse, more passing through like the nicer parts of town, you see that there's almost a tide of foot traffic and carriages that start to be heading in the same direction as you. In the past, living in harmony was kind of secretive, but this is maybe more of a debut. A lot of the people that you're walking alongside seem like they might be first-timers as well. There's like a a giddiness. People aren't wearing their masks yet to walk, but you see people holding the masks, see people whispering, wondering what's to come. Oh, oh shit, other people don't have the masks on yet. <laughs> uh, should we take well, these off? Or? I don't know. It's probably good to. to uh, well, now it's going to look oh, weird if I, I take it, it off. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah, like I saw them like with we're it self-conscious. off. All right, be confident, yeah. everybody. Let's confident, keep them on, and maybe great. they'll put theirs yeah. on. And hide the yeah. puppet pen. You're making us look weird. <laughs> why are you bringing that? Thing? Yeah, why are you bringing a doll to the party? <laughs> I've got a real bond with it. Don't worry. I'll put a mask on the puppet. You got a bond with the puppet? <laughs> no, guys. This is like when people bring a guitar to a party. I'll bring a puppet. I'll be the hit of the show. Yeah, famously, everybody loves yeah. a guitar guy, and what they love more than that is a puppeteer. As you guys are walking, a elven woman says, "Can you use that? Can you make it dance?" Oh, can I make it dance? <laughs> step back, step back, everybody. <laughs> okay, oh my god. <laughs> do we do like a performance? Yeah. <laughs> There's the good roll. <laughs> After all of those bad rolls, I got all the peanut dust out of my system, and I do a twenty-six performance. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> A small crowd gathers. <laughs> Frankie gasps. Maybe it sheds a tear. <laughs> Frankie oh gets God. emotional watching the puppet dance. <laughs> Penny makes the puppet do a little cartwheel like Penny used to do. You do. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right, Pen. That's all right. That's all, that's not bad. A spider made my strings, but now I'm on my own. <laughs> there is no web for me, for I have flown, flown, flown. Yay! Everyone's... It didn't sound like a twenty-six, but I have to credit for it. But you have to treat it like one, Jake. Right. You have to. Yeah. You to be okay. There. Yeah. Maybe it weeps openly. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been moved before. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Wow. 
So Thank you. you guys wow. kind of enlist the envy of several other party goers on your way with this amazing display of puppetry. And you arrive at the townhouse. The townhouse is brimming with festivity, well-dressed people, sequins, feathers, bedazzled masks. You guys actually feel quite underdressed comparatively. Oh, shit. There's an autumnal bouquet of wet leaves and hearth smoke and spiced wine. Candles light every window. Singing and swooping from the awnings are moonweaver birds, which are these like shimmering birds the size of eagles that build nests from the web silk of giant spiders. And you can see they're building one hanging from the highest eve of the building. Feed, feed the moonweavers. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna feed. Let's let's get some wine. All right, I'm feeling very out of place. Can we get a bunch of wine? Yeah. Come on, Mavis. Right. You got to be nice to all the creatures. Yeah, we have to be nice to them. I have to give them all nuts. Why do I have to give every single creature every nut? You didn't even have any nuts for. Your grandfather. <laughs> yeah. We all got eaten by that crow. <laughs> I spitefully take some wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll say like in the exterior, there's someone greeting people with some spiced wine, sort mm. of like the event is already beginning. You do see some guests who kind of look around confused, but then one of them will remember the passcode and kind of giggle and go, <laughs> A couple of <laughs> and then the sort yeah. of illusion of vacancy is dispelled, same as it was for you guys. De capo alfine. <laughs> capo alfine. De capo alfine. See the puppet. And uh, you see that there's even a valet to park carriages for the event. Okay. You guys see Ignatius, the tickets taker hmm. from the theater, is sort of directing carriages, trying to sort of double park them. Oh, okay. Um, Ignatius, hey. Hey, y'all. I didn't expect to see y'all here. Yeah. Oh, sorry, watch the hedges. Sorry, I'm on the clock. Okay, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Let's... I'm the valet. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that's great. Yeah. That's oh. that's awesome. I'm an owl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. We've done enough with the puns. Yeah, we're, we're trying to reinforce <laughs> yeah. the news oh, to come up good. with new material. I hadn't heard it said back to me before. <laughs> oh, my God. Maybe you got to take after your father a little bit more with this genius puppeteering. <laughs> I see what you can do with the puppet. I'll never, I'll never live up to that. Oh, yeah, no, my boy. Try. Oh, yeah, look at that puppet. That's pretty cool. It's pretty good. Listen, uh, yeah. we got a couple people here that uh, we're not exactly friends with. And just in case we need to make a hot exit, it'd be nice to know that we have a friend on the outside. You definitely got a friend in me, yeah. All right, well, just to confirm that, I bet you you're not getting paid that much tonight because, you know, uh, points to the uh, building. These fancy types, they don't really value, you, you know, know, people like us. It's funny you say that. Because, I, honestly, I'm doing this kind of like an internship. They said I could do my fireworks display later. If I, oh, if fireworks I, display? Hey, Yeah, so I'm doing this so that I can sort of try and start so my fireworks business. do fireworks? <laughs> yeah. So you're not getting paid for two jobs is what that sounds like. I'm not getting paid, and but here I am. I'm parking some really fancy carriages. Yeah. He points, and you see that there is the Dowager of the Lunari nobility. Okay. Her carriage is here. You see a really exotic carriage that is pulled by a griffin, and it hangs a banner from a university 
that is a couple days ride north of here. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so it does feel like there are some movers and shakers yeah, here, and this, I'm not making not anything. Right. Listen, tell I me- mean, if my fireworks business were to <laughs> catch the attention of some of these fancy people, I might be working a, a garden party or yeah, I think I think you go got to this Glade Home Place. Bright a bright future. I know you like uh, puns. Yeah, literally, <laughs> yeah, bright future because of the fireworks and whatnot. Look, uh, we got paid ahead for this job and maybe if you want to help us out we'd we'd cut you in uh and i'm gonna slip ignatius a platinum (laughs) what i need you to do is that griffith excuse me i think you dropped a platinum in my hand to give me a copper or something yeah can can you break that or something (laughs) we're not not gonna break it look (laughs) Yeah, I'll break Maybe. it. Give us change. Maven, <laughs> hey Maven, <laughs> take a lap, right? A lot of- <laughs> Maven shoves his hand in his pocket and walks around. Platinum, she's always. God, my grandsons, right? You, you don't know. I look. Uh, if you could park that Griffin mount a little closer to that window, um, and I'm gonna point to the window on the side of the townhouse uh-huh. uh, to where that office was, where we know the unicorn hair to be. Uh-huh. As you see, Ignatius cradles this platinum. This is the most money he's ever seen in his life. Even the little squirrel on his shoulder is like reaching for it. And he's almost like greedily keeping it to himself. (laughs) Give me a persuasion check. You can obviously do it with advantage because of this platinum. Nice. Ooh, pretty good rolls. Pretty good rolls. Uh, 24. Wow. Beautiful. You see Ignatius winks and says, you got it, boss. Who's the coachman for the uh, Griffin? Because we actually got to do sort of double parking in a different way, y'all. And he goes back and he starts reorganizing the carriages. Oh, and if uh, I... So it was a Lunari noble that mm-hmm. was in the room, right? That we saw with all the mouths on her yes, neck? yeah. Mm. And if uh, some of those carriages were to get boxed in... <laughs> with the double parking situation. You got it, boss. He literally creates a puzzle whereby this griffin mount has like an easy exit and the Lunari carriages are boxed in. Great. This is great. And I will say, you know, we're very excited to see your fireworks display. If you <laughs> yeah. were to set it off a little early, I don't think anybody would be upset about that. Yeah. He takes out what you guys see are um, refurbished fireworks. Oh, you've just got them right that's on you. Okay. That's super oh, dangerous. Refurbished. Yeah. <laughs> what did so you they're... put the gunpowder like back in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can get secondhand fireworks. <laughs> like if they didn't work the first time. I, okay. I, I'm going to need you to oh. be careful. <laughs> that doesn't sound very stable. Okay, yeah. I mean, you let me know when you want to see a show because you're the only one paying me here tonight. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. You got it. Yeah, we might just. Just, uh, you might hear us shouting from a window or yelling or hear an angry mob or something like that. And Okay, so which of those mean I should... You know, if shit hits the fan, put on a fireworks show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He salutes you with a refurbished firework. <laughs> All right. We got one friend. Two if you count the squirrel. True. <laughs> All right. Everybody, remember... We're trying to do this with as little drama as possible. That's right. So we're trying to get into that room that Mavid was in. Yeah. I think we're we're going to want to probably go to this party. I don't think we're going to be able to easily sneak in that window. Uh, that is a good point. So as you gestured to the room up there, 
you actually see that this townhouse, though there is all this festivity now and it seems very warm and welcoming, it is on high alert. You see that these sort of assassin vines that were running up the side of the building are tripled. It's covering the window in a way that you couldn't climb into the window. Okay. And you even see humming like a drone around the building. Uh, They've hired a spectator, which is like a security gazer, but mm -hmm. more intense. Okay. Okay. So that's maybe more of an escape, uh, less of an in. You can assume that your theft last night did not go unnoticed. Okay. Especially right. considering that all you left was the urn. All right. <laughs> and likely not even on the mantle. <laughs> okay. I suppose we want to make a distraction of some sort, and then maybe Mavid, you can try and get into that room and use your fast fingers. Yeah, why you always tell me to do everything? Jeez Louise. Because <laughs> you're the youngest. I'm trying to give you a chance to shine, my son. <laughs> all right. You've got such potential, and I really want to see you do your stuff. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah all right it's just it, with the, the the distraction everything is very quiet i don't know that we needed you don't need a distraction unless things have already gone wrong so let's go very quietly we just scope it out we find our opening and then we send mavid okay and mavid you get the unicorn hair and then we get out of there all right all right boys all right. That All right. sounds like a plan. Do you guys want to head into Let's this party? party? Okay. <laughs> you enter the townhouse. There is a string quartet playing. The first floor is like a ballroom. There's a chandelier hanging from the ceiling. A bunch of people are dancing. Sort of a stiff-looking Lunari waltz. Mm-hmm. One thing that you do notice is there isn't like the undead contingent here. Mm. You don't see vampires. You don't see ghouls. You don't see zombies. You see moon elves. You see deep gnomes. You see humans. You see Asimar. You see fae but the living is what's represented at this party. And if it weren't for what you guys know, you wouldn't even notice that underneath there's an undercurrent of the staleness of undeath that's been heavily perfumed. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say, do people have things like this diamond that seem to be hiding their undeadness? When you look around, you can see, like, there's a lot of people who were invited to this party, Mm -hmm. and this is kind of their first time coming to this townhouse, fraternizing with this crew. The people that you see from uh, Living in Harmony are sort of like when you first met Genevieve, caked in makeup, Mm -hmm. caked in perfume, compensating or obscuring or hiding. Got it. So more people that bought into this uh, quote-unquote cure that turns them undead. Yeah, Mm. but also everyone is wearing masks too. Right, these sort of Mm. feathered masks. So there's like, there are some people that are kind of like you recognize because of certain features, like you see Nvidia somewhere because of her wings. Mm -hmm. Some people are really not trying to hide who they are. There's like the Lunari dowagers, like speaking really loudly, not trying to. uh, She likes to be seen. Right. Could I do a history check about the Lunari? Yeah. So I feel like, you know, we, we've obviously had dealings with them. They're movers and shakers in Twilight Sanctorum. Yeah. So I would know a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this mold wine is going to my head. That's a natural one. <laughs> You've never met an, a Lunari before, ever. What's going on with those people's ears? They're so long. Elves? <laughs> Don't, Pen, right, right, Pen, elves. you really impressed me with the puppet. Don't. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. You've lost yourself. I don't yourself. know. 
Does anyone want to do like sort of perception yeah, check or are yeah, you yeah. looking look for around. anything on this first I'm, floor? I'm looking around. First things first, I'm trying to see if there's a path for us to get upstairs mm-hmm. and I'm seeing what's in our way. And then I also want to see, yeah, I just want to see most kind of powerful people in the room. And mm-hmm. I also want to clock, I guess I have the snake signet uh, with me, Ooh. see if anyone from that is here. Okay. Jesus Christ. No. <laughs> Natural one. Okay. Well, okay. I think the mask is too big. I'm trying to look around. I can't see a goddamn thing. <laughs> it shifted. That it shifted. Yeah, I know, but it looks better this way. I think you need to put your glasses on outside the mask. Oh, no. That's going to be too much. I can't wear my glasses if I wear the mask. If you're not wearing your glasses, you're not going to be able to see. God damn it. You guys never been to a party before? You got to blend in. Uh, and Maven, with all of the confidence of being behind a mask, is going to start moving and dancing very bizarrely, like raising his hands way up high, pecking around like no. an owl. Oh no. Putting his arms behind his back like he's flapping wings. He's acting getting like really, owl. really low, bobbing around. See? I'm gonna dab my beak at like a cheese plate if there's any kind of buffet. He's, Maven, but, give me a performance check for this right. display. I also, while I'm doing this, I want to see if I can clock anybody who's like watching me, kind of like, mm. you know, somebody who's been okay. tasked with like, hey, just make sure everything goes normal, doesn't go uh, yeah, weird at this yeah, party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so for my performance, I got a four. Which is described. You knock over the cheese plate. <laughs> uh, for my perception, I got a 17. <laughs> Okay, so you you make an absolute scene. <laughs> Everybody else is dancing so stiffly. Literally, the the string quartet. One of them breaks a string. They're so distracted by what hey, you're doing. Try to keep up, musician. Oh, he's so unique. <laughs> Dances to his own beat, my son. But with a seventeen, you do notice. A high elf mage, not from Twilight Sanctorum, mm. is eyeing you, Maven. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't be? <laughs> <laughs> and I think that with this scene you've put on, he's just going to go ahead and approach you. This high elf comes over to you in stodgy wizard robes, comes over to you holding a mulled wine. Oh, hello, boy. I. <laughs> Can't help but notice that uh, beautiful necklace around your neck. How do you do, sir? Uh, yes. Wow, yes. look at that, a young man with manners. Maven bows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very impressed with your decorum. May I ask, I, I recognize the necklace around your neck. It's a long time since I've seen the Maw Freg on the collarbones of the living. You don't say. How did you manage to acquire such a rare artifact that is unusual to be amongst living? Oh, sir, I don't think it would be very wise. I point at my owl mask. (laughs) 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 To speak of such things. (laughs) You are absolutely charming. Now Penny is crying because of how moved he is by his son. (laughs) Has he ever showed disrespect to you? Never once. (laughs) What do you say to a nut, sir? What, what do I say to not why, why I say, de-shell yourself and let me consume you. <laughs> why not indeed? <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> well, I have to ask you, I, uh, I come here for work uh, from university, just a couple of days ride north of here. 
You don't say. It seems you have a knack for acquiring unusual artifacts, and uh, I have a desire to acquire unusual artifacts. What are you? Uh, what are you looking for? I just wanted to wanted to get on your radar. If you are, if you're ever looking for, you know, another revenue stream, maybe you and I could establish a relationship of sorts. And he hands you a business card shaped like a dove. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Shante! David kisses his hand (laughs) and backs away. (laughs) Fly, my son, fly. From the nest, leap, you've done it. You walk away, and this man stares after you with wonder at what he yeah. just encountered. I bob my beak the entire way back. <laughs> it's fucking humiliating. Maybe it's the only one who got any kind of in here. What do you, what do you hand you? That smartass is uh, trying to collect stuff. He gave me a business card. He said he said he's looking for, for objects, for artifacts or whatever. Yeah. All right, but like what? I don't know. I asked him, and he just gave me a card. So What's what his name? What's do? on the card? Yeah, you read it. <laughs> <laughs> you got eyes, don't you? It says Magnus Thebes, mm. and he is on the board of Gladehome University. Oh, which you would know, Penny, because you did. You went to Twilight Community College, right? Uh, you would know that this is the premier destination for arcane studies. Oh, Gladehome is a topsider. All right, I. Uh... Hey, Mavid, maybe you see if that guy needs anything at this party, and if maybe he has an invisibility or something like that, anything that can help obfuscate you specifically, but uh, the rest of us too might be nice. See if he wants anything here. Get a little something for him. Get a little something for us. That's right, yeah. Man, man, Jesus, we just got to do everything. Mavid clucks his way back (laughs) over the guy. (laughs) Hey, I was curious, um... There's some stuff around this party that I think, uh, if you like this necklace, I think you'll be very interested in what I can acquire. Really? Um, yes, What's at your service. <laughs> you know, there's, uh, there's one thing that I'm curious about. Yeah? Yes, there's this, uh, rumor of this painting that sort of functions as an extra-dimensional space, and... Sort of a window into the ethereal plane. Ooh, sexy. (laughs) Sexy indeed, my boy. (laughs) I couldn't agree. What do you think he's saying? I don't know. They're getting on real well. (laughs) And I'll I'll confess, I've been working with the uh, Unari, but they just keep raising the prices, raising the prices, and I'd love it contact here who was more amenable oh yeah well if you're looking for somebody like that you know who to call (laughs) (laughs) oh boy Jesus Christ did you hear that who I know he made a fucking stupid joke I'm gonna go over I'm gonna grab him I'm gonna grab him no 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 dad let him work let him work (laughs) alright he's finally doing something fantastic wordplay fantastic god I'd love to bring you to the university I think you'd be a hit oh Interesting. Well, if you get your hands on something interesting, let me know. We pay handsomely. Yeah, well, you know, I might be able to do a little better if you can, you know, give me some kind of boost or a... Boost like drugs. 
<laughs> yeah, you got any, yeah, anything? I'm straight edge. I'm straight edge. That's majors all <laughs> are. Sorry. Except for, except for mold wine. Only thing I drink. <laughs> Maybe you want to cast a little invisibility on me or something. I could go scoot around upstairs. Okay. I could, okay, okay. I don't think I could do it just directly out in the open here, but I think on the second floor there's some... Well, this is <laughs> going to sound really indecent, but I think there's some sort of like canoodling areas that we could abscond to <laughs> privately and I could just cast a spell on you. I'll be honest, I, I have a wife, so I, there's, there's nothing weird about yeah, this interaction. No, it's not like that. I, I, see, you, I see you as a, a sort of a surrogate son right now. I feel that, for sure, yes. I'm starting to get jealous here. of this guy, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> They're getting on real well. He, again, he doesn't respect us like he does this random person. No. <laughs> Is it the clothes? Is it the robes? I think he's just a rock and kid. <laughs> no, don't say that. Yeah. Okay, well, you know, when you want when you want to, I'll make my way up to the second floor and when you want it, you let me know. Alright, I'll see you up there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. And then Cheers. He, <laughs> and Cheers. Bottoms up. Walks it. Bottoms up. Okay, yeah, we'll finish it. We'll finish it. He <laughs> chugs his mold wine at your Maybe behest. polishes his off as well. And uh wanders up to the second floor. All right, what, Maven, you got a new dad? You think you're better than us? <laughs> yeah, you told me to go talk to this yeah, guy. Yeah, I just talked to the guy. You said right. talk to the so guy. I'm not doing jealous what everybody always tells me to do. Everybody's saying, hey, Maven, do this. Maven, do that. Well, I talked to the guy, and yeah, he said he said he could make me invisible or whatever. So so I just got to go upstairs to the canoodling area. Right. <laughs> but he said it's not <laughs> like Canoodling. That. Okay, it's He fine. said it's not like that. It's not like that. It's not like right. that. Okay, are you it's sure? It's not like that. I don't know. Well, I don't think gonna, it seemed like we're that. We're all going to go up to the canoodling area so we know firsthand that it's not right. like that. Because me so and Penny. Me, gotta, my dad, we, and my grandpa. We'll yeah, go we all got to go up to the canoodling area. That's going to be suspicious if we all go up to the canoodling area together. We got to we gotta find I don't go dates. by myself. I don't want to yeah, go up there gotta, alone. Look, Maven, you go up. You get the spell cast on you. Me and Penn will kind of hang out down here near the stairwell. We'll run up if something goes wrong. And if you could just get whatever you need to get up there while you're invisible, get that unicorn hair and just like come back down here and we'll make an exit. That's right. All and right, son, great. I'll have the message cantrip going. If that man does anything untoward, you let me know and I will come right in. Then I will sock him. <laughs> Jeez, we'll sock him right that? in the jaw. Okay, dude, I'm 22. He's 22. <laughs> It's a big world out there, Mavid. I'm allowed to worry, okay? Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, Mavid's going to go to the second floor, but you guys are going to stay on the first floor. Right. Why, don't you, why don't you sneak around? You're, you're still kind of young. You, you can sneak around. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm bad at sneaking around. Uh, so I'll go up to the canoodling area by myself, <laughs> as you do. Uh, uh, Mavid, why don't, you, why don't both of you guys just sneak up there? And you can um, meet the guy and get the invisibility cast on you. Pen, you just hide out there, and I'll be the only one walking up there, and it won't be weird. Yeah. Do I need to sneak? Uh, are people going up and down the stairs? People are going Uncoupled. up and down the stairs. There's a staircase leading up to kind of like a landing that goes into almost like a darker, more dimly lit room that mm -hmm. has, it's almost like another level to the party. It has just a different energy. This is very stodgy waltz. You can see up there that like cigar smoke is pouring out. Probably more of an entertaining parlor sort of vibe up there. All right, maybe okay. I'll maybe I'll go into the uh, parlor and just uh, light my pipe and see what I can learn up there. And yeah, I'm gonna do what I do best and just go to the bathroom upstairs <laughs> and send message cantrips <laughs> to Maven. 
Okay, yeah. great. You guys ascend the staircase to the second floor. It's cozier, like I said. It's like an entertaining parlor with tables for cards, fringed curtains leading to private love seats for canoodling. There's a sign that says, please no solo canoodling. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I'm just here to talk. Up here, there is a small stage, and performers are sort of taking turns hopping in to jam. There's even like a pole that like a few dancers are kind of taking turns using. It's much more of like a burlesque boudoir up here. Mm-hmm. All manner of cigar, pipe, cigarillo, rolled tobacco are creating this hazy atmosphere. And the attendees up here are younger, a little drunker, and the Air is kind of like more charged with pheromones. All right. Well, I'll play some cards and kind of ruin this party by being around all the young people. (laughs) But either, honestly, none of us will enjoy it. I don't want to be around them. They don't want to be around me, but I do like playing cards. (laughs) And you do actually see the staircase to the third floor. Great. But there is a pale woman in a taffeta dress sort of standing guard. But she looks annoyed. She's kind of Mm. pouting, picking her nails. There's a drowish man who seems to be chatting with a woman, and she's, like, watching it like a hawk. Oh, I think I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll approach her. Okay. Hey, you, uh, you look a little bored up here. You play cards, or... Yeah, yeah, I play, I play cards. She immediately goes into a mode that she's putting on a show of trying to flirt with you, but it's very performative. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's your name? <laughs> My name? That's so funny. <laughs> you don't, we don't got to do this. <laughs> it's just, I'm trying not, look, I'm here with a bunch of people that uh, honestly, they're a bit much. Could you do me a favor? Okay. Because my boyfriend is talking to a girl over there. Oh. And if you could just act really interested in me and maybe do it loudly, maybe I could get his attention. Oh, this is too much. I'm at my post. I'm not allowed to leave. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's <laughs> That's been so too... funny. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. So you like standing <laughs> in hallways generally? <laughs> I mean, whatever I have to do, I have to do. <laughs> right. Was uh? Why? Why? Why don't you just go talk to? Why don't you just because go talk I can't, to him? Because there was a break in last night, and so I don't get to enjoy the party. Right. But look, let me tell you something. As somebody who's been young and in love, okay. And Frankie gets weirdly emotional. Yes. She she <laughs> absolutely got, meets you there. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You gotta chase it while you have it, because it ain't really? gonna be around forever. It isn't. And one day you're gonna wake up. What? And you're gonna look in the mirror, uh-huh. and you're gonna see this looking back at you. And I pull up my mask and show my eye bags. Oh my god. And everything's gonna be different. Did you even fucking sleep last night? No. Well, I did, but I was sitting up, and it was not good. <laughs> and we had double calf instead of half calf. <laughs> you're saying everything I'm feeling, but I'm like assigned to work this post, so I really can't. I could get kicked out or something. Right. Let me tell you something. As somebody who worked really long hours, yeah. if I could take it all back and spend more time with my family, I would. You know, you're choosing your job over your life. I am. You are. You are. Yeah. And it looks it looks like they're getting on really well. And I can tell you guys have something really healthy and nice. Why we do? You do. do. Yeah. No, it's all good. We've been dating for three weeks. 
Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> if there's already problems now, you know the but the roads that are bumpy at first. Uh, you're going uphill now. It's gonna be all downhill in the future. What? Downhill in that it's easy, not downhill oh. in that it's bad. Okay. <laughs> Look, you're gonna let him go, Ugh. and then you're gonna you're gonna be standing in hallways, standing guard your whole life. But really, what you're guarding is your heart. Oh my God, you're right. And you need to be able to give it away. You're so right. Yeah. Give me a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> Nat twenty. Oh! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this has to have good repercussions. Okay, you know what? Here, take this. She takes from her belt a key, a key <gasps> ring, and just hands it to you. I'm fucking done. I'll I'm cover done. You. Yeah. I'm done working. I'm going to enjoy the party because it's my party too. All right. Will you watch my post for me? Of course. Thank yeah. you so much. And she walks off and gets into a toxic conversation <laughs> with the man. They're going to make it. They're going to make it. <laughs> Hey there, Nadpoles. Did you know that about 75% of people have subscriptions that they've forgot about? Truly, even if you think you have your number of subscriptions under control, you might as well check out Rocket Money just to be sure. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings, folks. With Rocket Money, you got full control over all of your subscriptions and a clear view of those expenses. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place so if there's anything you don't want rocket money will help you cancel it with just a few taps rocket money will even try to negotiate your bills lower for you by up to 20 percent. all you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and rocket money takes care of the rest they will deal with customer service and all those ai chatbots so you don't have to rocket money has over 5 million users and it saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions that is saving their members up to 740 dollars a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. That is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw, rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. Thank you, everybody. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Factor. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factor's no prep, no mess meals. You can check out their menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto-Friendly. Folks, their fresh, never-frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes, so no matter how busy you are, you will always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart your new routine what are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from, every week you'll always have new flavors to explore. So make your day delicious from breakfast to dessert. Stay fueled with easy and nutritious options and also keep that kitchen time to a minimum. Factors meals are ready in just two minutes, so that's no shopping, no prepping, no cooking, or cleaning up. Enjoy effortless support for your lifestyle. Head on over to factormeals.com slash pawpaw50 and use the code pawpaw 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code pawpaw50 at factormeals.com slash pawpaw50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, everybody. All right, Maven, get this bell cast on you. All right, yeah, I'm going, I'm going.
Mavid, you ascend to the second floor. You pass <laughs> through this sort of entertainment parlor and you see beyond a fringed curtain the distinctive wingtip shoes of the man that you made a small deal with. Guess who? <laughs> Come in, come in, come in. Okay. Maybe this is Penny on the comms. This is Penny. This is your dad on the message cantrip. Just letting you know it's we're at the party together. Uh, it's about uh, probably, you know, close to 10 p.m. I'm just letting you know that I'm here and I love you. <laughs> Someone's knocking on the bathroom door. <laughs> Dude, hey, what are you doing in there? <laughs> Taking my time. It's a party. <laughs> um, and maybe as you walk back, Okay, so just to be clear, this is a investment. I cast invisibility on you. You get me the painting. Yeah, no problem. I know exactly where it is. Fantastic. Uh, and he holds his hand up to cast invisibility on you. Now, you didn't specify whether you wanted regular invisibility or greater invisibility. So why don't you give me Ooh. either a luck check or kind of a persuasion check oh. to see... If this high-level mage hears invisibility and naturally goes for the most powerful kind. You know what? Maybe it actually is kind of persuasive. So <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> make sure you give me the real thing, sir. <laughs> That's a 23. <laughs> Amazing. Goddamn. So convincing This today. mage for whom a fourth-level spell is nothing. He casts that for breakfast casts arcane magic that feels more powerful than anything you've ever been around. Whoa. And you fucking disappear. Holy shit, man. <laughs> Whoa. It's good stuff, right, boy? More where that came from. <laughs> Maybe that walks away like woozily. <laughs> Maybe this is your father. Is everything okay? Everything's great. Oh, my God. I never felt like this before. Oh, my God. I got to go show Grandpa. <laughs> and you can walk over to Frankie. Frankie has, with a nat 20, procured a set of keys that will likely bypass whatever other hurdle might have uh, been in your way. I'm looking for evidence of my goon grandson bumping into walls or something, even though he's invisible. <laughs> yeah, maybe like Devil May Care is stomping over. <laughs> All right, they can, people can hear you. <laughs> it feels like he has an invincibility spell cast. People can hear you. No, no, no. no you can't giggle. Stop giggling. What are you talking about? It's not a silent spell. No one can see me. Yeah, no they one can see me. They can't see you, but you gotta. It's not, they have no idea I'm over here. That laugh, it's piercing. It pierces. You hear a couple of party goers be like, is this townhouse haunted? I like hear eerie giggling. Boo! <laughs> ah, oh my god, I think it is. But you're lucky we're on the dumb floor with young people. <laughs> all right, so uh, what, do you, what do you want me to do? <laughs> what do I you to do? I, I, I got this key for you, all right? You just go up in the room, you get what we need to get, and then let's get out of here. You want anything else? Uh, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for asking, though. That's usually you just grab whatever you want. Uh, yeah, look, uh, take the key. I'm learning. Yeah, go do your thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe this is this is your father. I'm running the comms from the bathroom. So if you need anything, if you need any support, just let me know. Uh, I need you to be my eyes up there. Two all right. People are knocking out, dude. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh yeah, yeah. You've this never. This is a party. This is the first time I've ever eaten shrimp. shrimp. I've never eaten shrimp before. Shrimp did this to you. Shrimp did this Fuck to me. It. I'm using the first floor bathroom. <laughs> I just curse shrimp's name. Shrimp. <laughs> shrimp. How could 
told you. Hey, we hear it in our brains, Pan. <laughs> Great. So you palm into your invisible grandson's sweaty little fist, oh, the keys. <laughs> and Mavid, uh, you walk up the staircase. I won't make you roll like any kind of stealth check because the guard has been neutralized. <laughs> and <laughs> Maybe it's going to chuckle very, very faintly, so almost <laughs> imperceptibly. Stop chuckling. <laughs> All you can hear is his wheezing breath as he approaches the door. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll enter... Uh, I'll enter this locked room. Great. You slide the keys into the lock. No need to pickpocket. Frankie crit to persuade this guard (laughs) to head away. So you click it. You creak the door open. You enter, and it is the office that you spied on last night. But it's dark. There's no fire to light it up. And as you walk in... Closing the door behind you, you hear something familiar from the shadows. (laughs) Walking out of the shadows is a familiar, charismatic skeleton. However, since you are invisible, he doesn't look at you, he looks around you. I know someone's here. You open the door. (laughs) And he takes his little performing cane and he swipes it in your general direction. Oh, God. You know, it kind of bugs me because tonight is supposed to be my biggest performance yet. He swipes it again in your general direction. So if you don't show your face, or better yet, maybe just peacefully leave, swipes it again, I might have to call Trudea up here. Trudea? Okay, hey, uh, um, I'm out of here. Uh, Mavid runs over, opens the door, and slams it that stays in the room. (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Give me a deception check. That's a 23. Ooh. He couldn't even hit that. He got a seven. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Get out of here. And then you see he goes to an earpiece. Trudea, there was something weird up here. But don't worry. I handled it. You keep working the crowd. You keep working the crowd. Okay. okay. Mavid, my son, is everything okay up there? <laughs> no, no, it is not. I, I am in a room with an alarm skeleton, the one that you guys, you know, made best friends with and invited over to our house. Is he working on his routine? How does it look? Very scary. Now that he thinks no one is there, he's going through almost like actor warm-ups. Ma, 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 ma. Soon enough, Edgar. Trudea's gonna dress you in the flesh, the tools of an actor, and you won't be dancing and singing for drunken strangers anymore. You'll have eyebrows and lips with which to emote. You're gonna take the stage, Edgar. You're gonna take the stage. I'm just fully on his side. I don't know what to say. Jeez Louise, Edgar. Okay, all right. Um, I'm going to 
exit the bathroom finally. <laughs> Rendezvous with Frankie. Something's going on up there. Do you want to head up? Do I want to head up? Can Maven handle it? I th- I believe in him. I know he can. He's got what it takes. I'm confident. Well. I don't know that I believe in him necessarily, <laughs> but I do think that it's time he tried something. <laughs> so uh, here's the thing. Your son is uh, loud. I think if anything went really, really wrong. He's expressive. I, I think we would know. <laughs> Why don't you kind of sneak past me mm-hmm. and uh, you can go kind of halfway up there. And if shit hits the fan, you pop out. Once I see you go and I'll go. All right. But I think I don't want to... I, I took over for that lady over there. I point to the uh, woman <laughs> having a fight a with her boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Absolute meltdown <laughs> from everyone. Even the girl that was being talked to is like crying, being like, I don't want to be a part of this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So things are kind of a mess down All here. Right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. Uh, just so that nobody comes up the stairs as well, I'm going to create a little distraction. Okay, I'm going to send Dolores, which is the name I've given to the puppet. <laughs> <laughs> kind of similar to your ex-wife's right. name. Yeah. That's not weird at all. <laughs> more desperate than Edgar. No, no, no. She's Dahlia. This is Dolores. It's total. Oh, I see it now. Mm. I see it now. Okay, I'll call her Dory to make it a little less confusing. Okay, I'm going to send Dory the puppet sliding down the banister. She's going to land on the landing and start doing a little show for everybody. But I'm going to also cast the snare spell through Dory so she can be laying a trap at the bottom of the stairs in case anybody comes up while okay. she's putting on this show. Hey, great. So you have all these party goers who are just having the time of their life because they think that it's haunted. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they see this puppet <laughs> slide down the banister and start dancing. Give me a performance check for Dory, which she's already impressed some mm-hmm. of the party goers. So that will Lower the Myself DC. included. I'll do my uh, bonus action help action by being way over the top excited <laughs> about it. I mean, it's just, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah. How do you not respect it? Dory lands, curtsies, and says, I used to be real. <laughs> it's haunting. Jesus Christ. Uh, that's a three and a four. <laughs> but but I do add a plus nine to performance. Uh, so 13. Okay. So, so it's middling. So yeah. with a 13, like a couple people kind of like it, but mostly people are like, it's kind of like a child's toy at an adult's party. It's kind of weird, right? Oh, they can't appreciate it yet. They're in that window. They're in like their 20s. So they think they're better than us. Dory says, it's not ironic. It's just a sincere. They don't know how to be sincere. Appreciation of the arts. They don't know how to be sincere, Pen. It effectively moves the crowd away from Dory. <laughs> okay. That's actually good. Uh, yeah. So uh, Dory is like doing a little dance, but secretly uh, laying out a snare trap. Great. Okay, so there's a snare at the bottom of the stairs. Also, Mavid, is there anything you want to do in there? The skeleton is doing his theater warm-up, <laughs> streaming of his big return to the stage he thanks wants to, to Trudea. Can I just like plot out the room? Like, I know that I want this dulcimer with the unicorn hair. Which is in a painting. Right, which is in a painting. So yeah. I guess I want this, I essentially want this painting. Yeah. Does it seem like something I could grab off the wall and get out the window, or is it, you know, so, large enough that that's going to be tough. You see out the window that there are a bunch of these vines, so it will be tougher than last night. 
you may have to get rid of some of these vines to get out. And also the painting is pretty cumbersome, so you might need two people to hold it. Okay. Is there is there anything like a big drapery, something that I could surprise the skeleton with and kind of uh, neutralize him? Yeah. I mean, this is like Victorian boudoir themed. There are mm. drapes hanging for no reason. <laughs> I think Mavid is just going to wait for the right moment and okay. try to pounce on this guy, surprise him, and just wrap him up in... Curtains. Like hog tie him <laughs> with a velvet curtain. <laughs> yeah. I guess if you punch him enough, he'll just resort to a bag of bones. <gasps> okay, great. You know, he's doing a little dancing. He's doing a little theater warm up. He's like walking around, just kind of like running his cane along a radiator, just making noise, <laughs> kind of bored. So Mavid is just going to lay in wait until Edgar goes near the windows and then he's going to giggle to himself and say, <laughs> Hey, Edgar, that's curtains for you. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Make an athletics check with advantage. He is going to roll his athletics with disadvantage. Okay. All right. I'm really going to need that advantage. My first roll was a nat one. But the second, that is a 20. Dirty 20. Oh, shit. Okay, with disadvantage, his was a 12. So you successfully throw this curtain over this guy. (laughs) What are you doing? What are you doing? Trudea, get up here. Get up here. I'm stuffing satin and velvet in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as he calls for Trudea, teleporting up is Trudea. Edgar, what are you doing today? It's the most important day. Maybe it's frozen. <laughs> Absolutely frozen. Oh, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Do we hear anything at this point? Yeah, you definitely hear a scuffling of curtains and whatnot. Okay, okay. all right. And Edgar is thrashing around in this curtain, still held by you. That, someone's got me, Trudea. And she looks at Edgar and she says, Edgar, I see no one. Tonight is a big night, not just for me, but for you. You are my demonstration with which I will ensnare the money and the power of other mages. Now get in line and stop getting caught in the curtains. And she goes over to rip off the curtain from Edgar. I'm going to have everyone roll initiative. Okay. Okay. 16. Uh, An 8 for Maven. Okay. Oh, Penny, get it together. That's a nat one. Oof. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're freezing. You're freezing. You heard the scuffle and you froze. <laughs> Should I let him do it on his own? Should I, like, Well, no, now that we hear the scuffle, that was the point. We hear, we hear a scuffle. He did his thing, hopefully, whatever that is. Well, now I'm second guessing He's it. He's not squealing. He'd be squealing if it was really bad. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Help me. Okay. Oh, oh he's squealing. He's squealing. Help. All right, we're coming, babe. No, we're but coming. this is the thing. Oh, I read this in a book somewhere. This is, you got to let him cry it out. When, when they're children. When they're children. <laughs> when, when they're 22 and they're crying, you go to them. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, baby. We're coming. We're coming. You did a good job. You didn't squeal for a while. Oh, all right. All right, yeah. You shook me out of it. At the top of the order, tied with Frankie, but with a higher dex, uh, is Trudea. Uh, congratulations. You got more dex than a 71-year-old man. she looks at Edgar writhing in the curtain and she says there is no one here and I will prove it to you she Mm. rips the scarf off of her neck revealing these four sort of 
stitched on mouths, and they are going to begin to wail in harmony, crescendoing in a sound wave of a 30-foot radius, so it basically hits the entire room. She can't see you, but this is something that, even without seeing someone, it can affect them, because it just affects an area. Maven, I'm going to need you to give me a strength-saving throw as these <laughs> stinking mouths sing oh. in unison. Ooh. Oh, gross. 17. 17 passes. Whew. You are still knocked back into the desk behind you for six bludgeoning damage, but you are not knocked prone. Oh! She hears the impact of your... <laughs> Pot-bellied body hitting the, the <laughs> hitting the desk, and she looks a little jarred. Well, perhaps someone is here after all. Show yourself. And then that is Frankie's turn. All right, Frankie surprisingly dexterously is going to mimic what he just saw the puppet do, except in reverse, uh, and just <laughs> runs up the railing. Uh, is going to kick open the door. Hell yeah! And now his grandson's in trouble, so he's going to use the good dagger. He uses Lynette's dagger. Ooh, you oh. take out your late wife's dagger. Uh, and I'm just going to jump in, and I see the lady with all the mouths. Yeah. I think you're in charge. <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to uh, jump in and uh, take a swing on her. Great. As these mouths sing, there is something bewitching about it. Give me a wisdom save or you will have to attack someone else. What? Oh, hey, that's fine. Oh, yeah. 21. Easy. Okay. You hear this sort of <laughs> wall of sound, which at first it was aggressive towards Mavid, but then as you come in to hit her, it becomes almost a sweet, seductive serenade, and you are no stranger to a siren's call. You don't give a fuck. Yeah, I see where it's coming from. You got <laughs> mouths on your neck, and that's strange. <laughs> uh, okay, so this is mostly going to be to set up Mavid, so I don't know where Mavid is, but I'm kind of positioning it to like open her up, because I'm not going to get sneak attack, so this is just me doing a bad job. Uh, that's a 13 to hit? 13 does hit. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Wow. If you hit higher, I'll tell you that you can close up one of her mouths. Oh, shit. Which okay. will help with DCs on save. Okay, so this is going to be a pretty pathetic attack. I think I basically just kick in the door, do like a jumping attack towards her, and get a slash in for a big four damage. Yeah. Four damage. Oh, who are you? And my name's Frankie Fantasmo, and I'm the... Watchdog Twilight Sanctorum is what people have been telling me. Frankie, I thought I called you and your stupid brood off of this. Frankie, <laughs> do you even know what I am working on? Resuscitation. I lost someone I loved too young. Wouldn't you like to bring someone back too? You know, I would. But whatever you're doing, you, you're going about it the wrong way. You know, you know what? I, I Did you know my wife? Because it, it occurs to me that what happened to Genevieve seems pretty similar to what happened to my wife, Lynette. She got mixed up in some bad stuff. They're both dancers. They're both around the same people. And then all of a sudden, she starts wasting away. I don't know your wife. But I would imagine that... If she made the wrong friends in this town, she could have made the wrong enemies as well. Okay. Well then, 
this isn't personal. Well, I guess it is personal because you made my grandson squeal. <laughs> Mavis, take your shot. Uh, and yeah. I'm going to use the Lynette ability to let Mavid uh, take an attack. Oh, yeah. uh, Mavid, Mavid will get advantage because he has because he's greater invisibility. Greater invisibility, so he'll also get sneak attack. <laughs> Mavid uh, continues squealing, but this time more joyously. So it's, it goes from the. <laughs> he's, a, he's such a ghoul. 23 to hit. That hits. Fuck yeah. In fact, that hits and you will take away one of her mouths. Whoa. You can seal one of her mouths. Yeah, right on the kisser. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? So that is nine damage, but then with sneak attack, it's going to be 24 damage. Oh, yeah. Okay, that is significant. It's my boy. And then I'll, I'll also do, I still have a bonus action, right? I, yeah. It doesn't use any action economy to use my dagger Correct. ability. Uh, I'll, I'll do a bonus action um, help action on Penny. Oh, great. Okay, great. Uh, next up is Edgar. Trudea looks completely rattled by what just invisibly attacked her, and all she can assume is that you did something. Yeah, that's right. So she goes... Edgar, get him! And the skeleton. Oh, thank God you're here. We needed help. <laughs> He's gonna come over to you. You got all this raw talent. What are you doing? <laughs> and try to hit you. You twice. got my, my my boy. He's over here. He's doing a great puppet show. And you're you you're a singer. Maybe the two of you could do some together. His first attack is a nat one, so yeah. I think you are kind of convincing him. <laughs> That's a nice idea. He but... can control it from far away. Imagine a puppet and a skeleton. It's compelling. Yeah, it's a nice idea, but Trudeau has made promises to me, and I'm going after it. That is a fucking two. <laughs> <laughs> I pull out Genevieve's letters. The the promises they're not real. She, she, she says all this stuff. She can't actually back up anything she's saying. I'm, I'm sure she wants to bring back whoever she wants to bring back, but I don't think she actually wants to deliver anything uh, for you. No, she... she Is this true, Trudea? Of course not. Have you not seen all of the miracles I have worked? And they only get stronger. The more people that add their voice to this chorus, it only gets stronger. And yes, it started out weak, but it is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. I am deeply invested in this. I would never lie to you. Yeah, you're going to become another mouth on her neck or something. The puppet lives with us now. The puppet's doing great. The puppet switched sides. Where's it going to sleep, though? Where's the puppet going to sleep? It sleeps in a closet. It's a puppet. I'm going to build him a little bed. Ben's going to build him a little bed. Okay. And then that is Mavid's turn. All right. Yeah. See how you like this chorus? La da 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 da. <laughs> can I try my bite attack? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. You ain't the only one with the mouth. So you use your strength for your bite attack. Okay. Uh, so that would be a fourteen. A fourteen hit. All right. So th- the bite is a D four. Yeah. That's a four. Nice. Yes. And what's your strength? Uh, My strength is plus three. Plus three. So you get seven hit points. Wow. That's more than I lost. (laughs) Nice. Uh, And then sneak attack. That's going to be another 11 damage. Okay. And I also am going to use my fast hands. Uh, And can I run and grab the urn? Yeah. Yeah, you can. You grab the urn and as you do this, Trudea loses it. Put that down. Yeah, yeah. You want this, huh? 
You want this, right? Yes, how dare you go after someone's loved ones. And then I think with that, she's going to call down because she sees the skeleton is doing jack shit. <laughs> she's going to call down. Back up, I need backup. Oh shit. And you hear below some of the members of the collective start to run towards the stairs. <laughs> the puppet starts dancing in front of them. Where you going, boys? <laughs> and I'm going to roll to see if the first one escapes the snare. Okay. Come on, Pen. That's another nat one. Yeah! yeah! <laughs> He's a puppeteer. He just needed to direct his focus. That's it's the, right. one, the one thing. Ha-ha, <laughs> I got you on my strings. One of the people running gets tangled up in the puppet. It bottlenecks the stairs. They're all like, get out of the way. Get out of the way. Judea needs us. No, you're going to miss the show. You want to stick around for this. And next up is Penny. Okay. Uh, Penny had a minor crisis of conscience, a uh, little freak-out panic attack on the stairwell, worried about his son, but now he knows that his son needs him, and he bolts up there and says, Maven, I'm coming for you, don't worry, boy! Oh, jeez. He's gonna run into the room, <laughs> get a sneak attack in on Tradea if I can. Great. Yeah, I'm, I'm up in the mix for there. Okay. Wow. Oh, and also, <laughs> Maven bit her, so. <laughs> oh, Tradea really, really wants to make it to the next round so she can cast the spell. Oh, no. Uh, you have advantage. <laughs> I give you the help action. I do have advantage. Oh, uh, 23 to hit. 23 hits. Okay. In fact, it takes out another mouth. Ooh. So now the saves for her spells will be 12 instead of 14. Oh. If she even ends up having a chance <laughs> to cast any. All these nat ones from the... I'm from the goons, I'm not literally helping. using a dice. I usually have my own DM dice, but I just have some that Murph uses. Ooh, I'm using wow. a Murph oh, dice right now. The Murph curse. I rolled Risky. really. I rolled good with those the other really? day when I was running. Yeah. This has given me two nat ones awesome. and a two. So okay. that is uh, thirteen damage. Thirteen damage. She still stays. All right. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't be happy sure. about this. <laughs> um, and then for my cunning action, uh-huh. uh huh. I'm going to reach into my pocket with my mage hand, grab my multi tool, okay, and slam it into the mirror to try and break it. To break the mm. mirror. Oh, just to make sure nobody else oh, jumps out. Oh, yeah. Smart, smart. Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, so you take your multi-tool, you slam it, you hear the crash, and all of these shards come spilling out from underneath the tapestry that was covering it. And in the shards, you see reflected this creature cocking its head with interest. <laughs> You're not needed here today. Problem for another day. <laughs> Problem for another day. No successful portal of entry. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. We have a crow that can clean that up later. <laughs> you fools. And then that is back around to Trudea. Mavid, I'm so sorry. I should have come sooner. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. It's whatever. Don't worry about me. <laughs> <laughs> he's so confident. He's, Look at this. He's got this newfound confidence. Yeah, he's doing good. He's doing good. He's doing really good. We're all doing good. I'm a puppeteer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's going to use her highest level spell. You got to. <gasps> the two remaining mouths begin quietly at first and then increase, 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 increase into a cruel crescendo in a 30-foot cone at all of you, oh. even the fucking skeleton. Edgar, no. Edgar. Everyone give me a constitution saving throw. Not, not my specialty. Oh, okay. I rolled a natural 18, though. 19. Mavid got a 12. Uh-oh. We're yelling. Jeez. <laughs> meets it, beats it, though, right? Yes. Because you guys oh. took out two of her mouths, the DC is actually 12 now. Wow. <laughs> 
<laughs> what about you? I got a 21. Oh, Whoa, my shit. God. Okay. Okay. Wearing a very thick sweater. All right. So even the skeleton saved, <laughs> you all take nine necrotic damage, Oof. but okay. are not poisoned. That's good. That is now Frankie's turn. You know what? I got to keep setting up my little ghoul grandson here. <laughs> Let me at it. <laughs> I mean, the biting's working for us. I'm not going to lie. I doubted That's him cool. at first, but, uh, you know, he's finding his own way. <laughs> Maybe it is feral. You're a here, and my grandson is a ghoul, and that's fine. Oh, my God. Uh, so, yeah, I'll just take, uh, I'll take an attack. Can you guess I miss? I got a nine. Uh, so I do a pathetic swipe uh, as a distraction for uh, Mavid to use his reaction to take an attack. Okay. Yeah, this is for Frig. <laughs> huh? Frig. Uh, that is a 22 to hit. 22 to hit. I bite her for another four damage on the D4. No need to apply your sneak attack damage. She's down. Whoa! <gasps> and okay. like a dog with a bone, Mavid will not un... Uh, clenches. Okay, maybe that's enough. That's enough. She's down. Okay. This is mine. This is really over. This is overkill. This is for my god. <laughs> son, boy, He's... my sweet son. All right. Yeah. Let's be. Oh god. Let's be a little more courteous. You know. R- respect all the living and the dead. And you have torn yeah. up. I'm torn up about I'm trying this. Trying to respect the. I'm trying to respect Frank. He wants. He wants flesh. He wants. And you don't want to feed him anything. That's not very respectful, is it? He's really been thriving since he's gotten the Frank thing. I got to be honest. He did really good. To As her blood fills your mouth, dripping out the edges of it, you feel a sinister approval. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I did good. And then I think that Edgar is not like fully on your side. He is going to stand in front of the door and say, we can work with this. Come on, Trudea, up, up, up. And he is going to just try to attack can't see Mavid. He's just gonna try, try to attack Frankie. Mm, that makes sense, Edgar. You don't you don't gotta do this. I do gotta do this. <laughs> I want to make it back to the stage. I'm sick of singing and dancing. I don't want to be some campy show skeleton. I want to play Hamlet, Macbeth, <laughs> Lear. But you're already you, you're so good. You bring joy to everybody that you pass. Yeah, you could also be the skull in Hamlet. That's a big part. That's a huge part. You want me to be a, an unspeaking role no, in no, Hamlet? No, no, no. You could do. Now you could he's do gonna it. attack Penny. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! No, we just think you can do a fun thing. To hit Penny. Oh, that is. I'm trying to meet you in the middle. You can take off your own head. You can play Hamlet and the Skull. Slashing damage. He's gonna try to attack Penny again. He's a badass. Fifteen to hit Penny. Wow, jeez, Edgar, where were you this whole time? That hits. Oh God. Five more slashing damage. Damn, Edgar, you smoked us. (laughs) And he blocks the door with his body. (laughs) All right, I respect you even more than I ever did. (gasps) Then that is Mavid. Mavid, you've got this painting hanging on the wall. You're holding these ashes. Edgar's blocking the door. You hear a kerfuffle downstairs as Trudea's minions get tangled up in puppetry. Just to clarify for Uh you, the snare only catches one of them. Okay. So, like, more could get up, and they're able to repeat the save at the end of their turn. Oh, okay. So then let's have the minion repeat the save. Okay. 16 for one of her minions. 16 will pass. Okay. One of the collective minions breaks free of the snare and runs upstairs, kicks in the door. What do they even have? 
Yes, they have a healing word. Don't celebrate. Um, they are going to. Well, actually, they can't get in because the door is being blocked. But they can open the door to see through to Trudea and heal Trudea wow. for six points. Trudea, <sighs> thank you. And then that is Mavid. <laughs> No, nobody asked for an encore. Uh, maybe it's just going to attack her. <laughs> okay. A 21 to hit. <laughs> that Dude. also takes out another Mal. It's just a badass. <laughs> That's going to be 19 damage with uh, my sneak attack. Wow. He's really applying himself. Trudea begins to say, thank you, my faithful. You have brought me back. Oh. <laughs> she's back down. And then I'll do... Um, I'll use my cunning action to spill some ball bearings on the stairs in case anybody else is going to come up here. (laughs) Take that! Amazing. What is the save for your ball bearings? Just to see Um, if these people can even get up. It's so nothing. Uh, I think it's just 10. Oh, God. No, it's got to be 12, right? Is it 10? Let me see. Two can still get up on their turn. I'm going to use silvery barbs for the one at the top to make them (laughs) re-roll. It's a 13. It does ah, yeah. still. It is only 10. Jesus. Confirmed. Jesus, um, those balls are small. <laughs> Silvery barbs, I think, for um, Penny looks like just kind of some like magnesium strips that kind of flash in the air. Ooh. So he like, tries to make him distracted and fall down, but it doesn't work. But he says, <laughs> okay, that was just really good thinking with the ball bearings, though, maybe. That was really smart, my son. You know what? Hey, you croc. How about that? What? Huh? You croc, because he's worshiping a, an All right, it's God. too much. It's too much. <laughs> Jeez, Dad, nobody likes puns. I'm t- oh, <laughs> <laughs> you wound me. You wound me, my sweet. Penny, it's your turn. Okay. <laughs> Let's not lose sight of what we came for. Uh, if she's down, then maybe now's the time. Uh, I'm going to go inspect the painting. Yeah. It's kind of like a portal to an, the ethereal plane. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know if you have any way to reach into the ethereal plane. You would know that hags can reach into the ethereal plane. They have something called a heartstone that is where they get their healing, but also allows them access. I think I'll just take the whole painting. Yeah. I'll like grab it and use my mage hand to help support my... Okay. To help support the awkward size of it. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you... I was going to say it's two people need to carry it, but with your sort of ledger domain, I think that you can balance it. I'm just kind of like... I like push it into my gut uh, and I'm using my mage hand to hold it in place and I'm using my other hand to like grab it on the side uh, and then I'm just like walking, waddling towards the window. (laughs) Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Next up is Trudea's, I guess she's going to start making fucking death saves. Okay. How about that? That's a next one! Oh my god! Two fails! (laughs) Oh shit! Oh my god! Frankie, you're up next. Ugh! You see Trudea. She has these unnaturally stitched mouths on her. She's been running essentially a pyramid scheme of shoddy healing, hiring assassins. And if you leave it to chance, her followers are going to just keep healing her. Do you want to finish this here? Or do you want to have another enemy in this town? Mm. Oh, boy. Frankie's not good at this part. Mavid, throw me to... Throw me to urn. To urn, yeah. What do you want it for here? Who cares? Uh, <laughs> I catch it before it could spill everywhere. <laughs> Some respect. 
Maven. <laughs> What's the point? She ain't around. Uh, I, I'm going to take the urn. Uh-huh. I'm going to wrap her hands in it. Uh-huh. And I'm going to say, I'm sorry, but you, your grief isn't an excuse to hurt people and to pass the hurt on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, and he'll take an attack on Trudea. <sighs> wow. Go for it. And she's prone. Do it with advantage. Uh, yes. And as you hit, you see the sort of like unnaturally stitched mouths. Yeah, I think I'll stab into like something that's the sort of like demonic aspect of it. I think like yeah. something that she's probably stolen from someone or something. I'll stab into like one of the mouths. Okay, Frankie, as Lynette's dagger finds purchase in one of these mouths, they shrivel up, and this presence that was so nefarious fades. And Trudea softens into... into the woman she was before she let her grief warp her into something cruel and monstrous. And in this final moment, clutching the beloved urn you have so mercifully placed in her arms, she looks more innocent, but also free. All right. Uh, Frankie uh, looks very, very emotional. And then uh, looks up, sees a skeleton, sees people trying to bust through the door. <laughs> okay, Maven, be a deer and break the window. <laughs> what am I gonna do every day? I'm always doing. What do you? Oh, 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 you cannot have just seen Maybe. that. Yeah. You're doing so good today, Maven. You're doing so good. Come on, show us some choice. You got such great skills, my boy. I'm trying, Pan. I'm trying. You're doing great. You got nothing to apologize for, Dad. All right, go, please, Maven, for the love of God. Please, Louise. Yeah, here you go. Look, it's not that hard. This case. Just got you between two rocks, Dad. I saw. I saw the whole thing. You got to. Maybe chuck some remaining ball bearings at the window. <laughs> you sure you don't want to just please, attack it? Please, please attack it with you. I bite the window with your things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'll. At- I will. I'll, I'll swing my rapier at the window. Great. Seventeen hits. And you're invisible, so you can have sneak attack. Wow. Because this is, it's sort of like a vine that's covering it, Ooh. which so is it's like sort a creature, of a creature, yeah. so you can be using sneak attack. Sick. 17 damage. Okay, you see that you slash into the window. The glass shatters and slashes at some of this vine, and you're starting to make some headway. But the skeleton is still here. Edgar, oh, come on. <laughs> There's nothing for you in this town, Edgar. Edgar. We can workshop an act. You and Dory, Edgar and Dory on the road. We're supposed to be my big night. And he's going after Frankie. What? Come on. Hey. Finally hitting. You Wait, you beat a 12? <laughs> he got a 23. Yeah, there you go. Hit. Pretty good. That is eight slashing Oof. damage. Oof. Gonna take a second attack. Now I'm rolling good. 21 to hit. Okay. Eight more slashing damage. I'm so hurt. Edgar, you are, you are burning through every good shred of goodwill I have, okay? 
That's my dad. You're you still kidding. believe in this guy? You're still gonna give him a chance? Your worst stretch is a character than me. Yeah, no, we don't need to give him a chance, but I, I, I do think we gotta go because we gotta go. Okay, we'll kill the skeleton later. I don't like him anymore either. And uh, let me see. So he's blocking the door, but I am gonna have uh, one of these versifiers who has made it up the stairs despite the ball bearings is going to look at you, Frankie, and cast sleep. Mm. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm just out, I think. That's oh. 8 HP. Oh, no. Frankie falls asleep. <laughs> what are you doing, Grandpa? I, just, I, I conk back. That was not the time. Oh. Wake up. He didn't get a good night's sleep last night. He really slept poorly. Uh. You got to stop sleeping in the chair, Dad. Uh. <laughs> And then that is Mavid. Mavid, your grandpa's asleep. <laughs> your dad is balancing this painting. It's really heavy. The vines are still obscuring the window. You can see a little bit outside of there that you do still have that spectator that's gonna try and chase you guys down. But you also see ready for you is the carriage that Frankie secured with Ignatius with a griffin waiting at the wings to take off into the night. All right, Grandpa, come on, that's us. That's all right out there. We gotta go, wake up. Yeah, Dad is all telling me not to wake you up when you're sleeping, but I think you gotta wake up now. That's true, Mavid, use your wake up voice. Use your wake up voice, Mavid. Uh, Mavid, Mavid starts really innocently just poking at his grandfather with his oh. dagger. <laughs> hey, come on, come on, we gotta get out of here. So then, yeah, Mavid's gonna use his action to shake his grandfather awake. Great. Come on, let's go. All right. Uh, oh, Mavid, is it done? Is it Don't over? Don't say you weren't asleep. Don't you say you weren't asleep. You always say you. I wasn't asleep, but you was asleep. I was. I was down here. I was getting a low angle so I could go for like a double leg take down. I was gonna tackle him. I know it. All right. All right. I was asleep. Thank you for waking me up. I know what sleeping looks like. Thank you for waking me up. You're very perceptive. It's true. I remember just like waking up and he'd be staring at me. And then that is Penny. Okay. So um, I want to communicate to Dory the puppet okay. uh, and tell her to run out to Ignatius and tell him that it's time to light it up. I think Fine Familiar, you can telepathically communicate. Mm -hmm. So you hear sort of the playful, hollow, wooden clicking of your uh, new puppet familiar. And you hear her jangly little limbs as she scurries down to Ignatius. Let's put on a show. In an act of final fury, I am going to cast sleep on all of the other henchmen in the stairwell. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, Interesting. Okay, what level spell and roll how many hit points? Okay, so it's going to be 5d8 for first level. Okay. That's going to be 25 hit points. With that, you are able to, even though he's undead, and I think undead technically can't go to sleep, it's just more fun, <laughs> uh, you are able to put to sleep the skeleton oh. because he was low on hit points and the person who is over his shoulder who casts sleep on your dad. Oh, shit. All right, show's over. <laughs> Great. So that kind of takes them out of the combat. Frankie, it's you. Great. Uh, yeah, I'll just go over and I'll start taking swipes at the vines here. 16 to hit. Does hit, yeah. Okay, I'm next to my, uh -huh. my boy, so, so I get sneak, sneak attack. attack. Mm -hmm. 21 damage. Woo! Yes! That is good. You... Get that catnap in. You take a serious chunk out of these vines, and you see Ignatius down there readying his fireworks, 
but you also see the spectator. Mm. All right, that's a problem for future Frankie. Very, <laughs> very close future Frankie. Uh, Maven, be a deer and get rid of the rest of these vines. Why do I got to do everything? Okay. <laughs> all right, all right. That's only 11 to hit the vines. <laughs> misses. Oh. I'm not going to swing at these vines. You do it. All right, you know what? In light of all the things that have happened today, we're not going to, nobody's going to yell. We're just going to sit with this. We're going to sit with I this. I don't feel like it anymore. Next up is Edgar, but he is kind of in his sleep humming. So talented. So it's such a shame. Such a waste of talent. What could have been? The versifier is also sort of. He could have done like a funny Hamlet where he didn't have a head, but he was the skeleton. Could have been like a ventriloquism thing. Hamlet from Yorick's perspective. Yeah, yeah, it would have been interesting. Then that is background to you, Mavid. All right, fine. I guess I'll swing it. I guess I'll swing at the vines. Uh, It's a 24 to hit. That hits. And since I did sneak up at them. He just comes out of nowhere at these vines. 22. 22 and the very last bit of vine clinging to this window, trying to prevent your escape, surrenders to Mavid's rapier. You are on the third floor. Yep. Huh. How well, do you want to get down? <laughs> oh, right. Huh. Could, we use, could we use the painting as sort of a parachute? <laughs> No, we cannot, Ben. <laughs> it's canvas, Dad. That's not it. That doesn't work. You can try. <laughs> yeah, Ben, do it. <laughs> can we whistle for this griffin? It can fly, right? Oh, yeah. Yes. Give me a persuasion check to whistle for this griffin. Chop, chop. They also, they love horse meat, if you guys have any of that. I can't say that I do. <laughs> it's mostly just peanuts. Fresh out. A dirty 20. Dirty Ooh. 20. All right. Maybe it whistles really loudly through the snaggle tooth. Yeah, and I think I'm like waving. Really I'm waving to Ignatius kind of like, ah, maybe, maybe give him a little butt scoop. So the combination of this like little whistle and your platinum that you palmed to Ignatius. Mm-hmm. Ignatius kind of like. Mostly the platinum, right? Gives a nice <laughs> smack on the ass of the griffin. It flies into the air. The carriage hovering by the window. All right. Give me dex checks to hop in. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Oh, I rolled a, uh, a 19. <laughs> All right, Frankie, you just woke up from a nap. You hop Ooh. in. <laughs> All right, boys, I feel good. You hop into this high mage glade home carriage. Okay. Hey. Has like all the trappings. There's like a little bar in here. Wait, maybe oh. is this your new phrase? <laughs> He's gonna be so mad. All right, a conversation for another day. Another day. What was that? No, he can meet us at our carriage house while we're turning it. Perfect. He'll know where we are. We gotta go to Miss Mabel. We'll we'll figure it out. Uh, I got a seventeen. Seventeen, great, Penny. You hop in also. I got a fourteen. All right, you have it. All, all right, all right, let's get going. Let's go, Everyone go, go, gets in. I'm going to say that the griffin pulls a hard turn, but the spectator will get one ray shot. The griffin is going to have a way better fly speed, mm-hmm. but this spectator, which is like a security gazer, but beefed up, is going to probably get a turn. What are you spectating? <laughs> spectator, it can't see any of you guys, but it is going to try a wounding ray Ooh. on your griffin. No. So we need to return this in good condition. The griffin has to do a constitution save with someone like to roll for the griffin. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, no, 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 no. Jake, you do it. <laughs> no. Jake, you, you, wait. you want the roll to be bad, right? <laughs> no, no, no. We want it. We want it to be good. 
Oh, for the Griffin. We're on the Griffin. Right, sorry, yeah, Matt. yeah. Jake, you take it. The Griffin has a plus three to constitution. Not 20. Yeah. Oh, there we go. I'm going to roll what mine would have been. <laughs> okay. 13, okay. Yeah, 13. Not bad. Mine would have been a four. <laughs> this Griffin takes off into the night. In fact, it swoops into the night and it swoops so high up that you guys actually ascend beyond the shadow of Twilight Sanctorum and you see the constellations that have been hidden from you for so long. You see it's a full moon tonight. You even go so high to see a bit of the material plane. What the fuck? (laughs) It's like like looking at the night sky in the Feywild, huh, Ben? There's so much color. I forgot about it. You guys seen this before? Yes, I mean, some like it, but you know, the sky's a little different every night, Mavid. You're getting, you're getting something special. You know what? With all that platinum, maybe we can take a little trip. That is true. And then the griffin plunges back down into the shadow of Twilight Sanctorum. Where do you want to direct this griffin to go? Let's get this painting to Miss Mabel. Yeah. Okay. First great. things first. Who who is directing the griffin? Oh, I'm bossing <laughs> the griffins around. <laughs> Just going, all right, guys. Uh, down, I think. Uh, can I toss out this guy's card? Just- <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Get rid of it. We could just give him his, the painting. As you toss out this guy's oh, business no. card, you see that it turns into a dove and starts flying back. Oh, this is actually good. No, we want him to know where his carriage is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna. We don't have to betray him. We don't need this painting. Yeah, it, it slipped. It fell out of my pocket. That's a cool trick, though. Look at that. What are you supposed to do? Hang on to a card forever? No. You no just like enchanted origami. How about that? It's good. It's good. It was a mistake. It fell out. What are you yeah, gonna do? Right. And you guys right, park. Right. Actually, give me like an animal handling check oh boy. on this griffin to park him without causing okay. any property damage. 17. Great. You guys land this griffin right in front of Abel Miss Mabel's hut. When you go inside, you see she's already set up for this ritual. You see Genevieve's body lays under a shroud. It's surrounded by a ritualistic amount of oily, smoky, tallow candles. Frankie. Mabel, you thought uh, you you prepped. You you had confidence in us. You thought we were going to do it. It takes a long time to prep. I've been prepping all day. (laughs) Right, I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Is this not prepped? Is this too prepped for you? Yeah, my God. I try to do a good job and I make fun of you. All right, we just saw the night sky. Let's not ruin the day, all right? We're feeling giddy. You know what? We're feeling all right over here. The doglings have come home to roost. Yeah, look, okay, we got this painting. We don't know how to reach in. There's the unicorn hairs in the dulcimer. Okay, okay. She takes out from under her sort of shirt a necklace with this glossy black gem. And holding it, she is able to reach into the painting, pull out this dulcimer. All right. So this is it then. This is the unicorn hair? That's it. We got everything we need, I think. As we figure. She looks over this dulcimer. She kind of shivers. This is a very cursed item. Do you, do you know what it does? It uh, instills false life. I mean, these strings, yes, they're unicorn hair, but the body of this instrument, 
It's birch pine, which comes from a place called the Whisperwood. But it's... She looks at it. It's corrupted. The Whisperwood, that's near Gladeholm, right? Yes. Okay. But this tree that made the body of this instrument... I think it was a gallows tree. Oh, okay. And that guy was from Gladeholm and wanted this painting. That's nefarious. Yeah. Well, he said he wanted... Well, maybe what did he say he wanted it for? He wanted the painting itself or he wanted what was in it? He told me he wanted the painting. I don't know what he wanted it for. Hmm. Well, she rips the unicorn (laughs) hair off of the dulcimer. (laughs) She breaks it over her knee. Oh, that was really well crafted. (sighs) Okay, all right. Secure the hut while I begin my work. Secure the hut, jeez Louise. Why do I got to do everything? Come on, we'll do it together. Maybe. It'll be great. What's with this kid? What's with this kid? You know, he actually had a very productive good day. a big night. And in my own way, I'm proud of him. Mm -hmm. But... There's no excuse to talk back like that. <laughs> Say you're sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Whatever. Yeah, all right. That's gross. He, he said it. He couldn't hear it because he looked away and he's kicking dirt. But he said he's sorry. Okay, I accept. I accept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she begins her little ritual. She collects from you the other spell components and prepares like an unction of ash and brine and oil. And she sort of dresses the body in it. She wraps the body in unicorn hair and cocoon silk. Then she puts this delicate funerary shroud back on it, and she begins muttering incantations. A wind picks up, flickering the candles. Miss Mabel's head falls forward as if in a trance. You guys smell scents of the Feywild. Sunflowers, funnel cake. Then, underneath this shroud, Genevieve's body expands and contracts, assuming and rejecting potentialities. Mabel's brows knit as if haggling, bargaining with some power that is greater than her. She writhes in effort. Blood pools at the creases of her eyes. A vial of blood explodes on a nearby shelf. Oh, shit. This is clearly a type of magic that is not as gentle as what you would think of as like a druid's reincarnation. And then finally, the shifting under the shroud stops. The wind dies down. Mabel's face relaxes but she looks completely drained and says okay i have secured the body for miss genevieve but it was not easy i have to rest now of course okay yeah we'll we'll make sure nobody nobody messes with you okay thank you yeah well so so where's the body underneath the shroud okay uh, so, yeah, thanks. Is um, it, um, I'll help Mabel uh, lie down or sit down. You gently tuck Mabel into her little sleeping satchel, and underneath the shroud, something stirs. And here's where I guess we would roll our reincarnation Ooh, oh to shit. see what D100? Genevieve... It's a D100. Whoa. Since wow. 
Miss Mabel's from the Feywild and is bargaining with Fey deities to procure this new body. I changed it so they're a little more Fey-themed. Cool. You want to roll it? No bad rolls on the D100, right? (laughs) (laughs) 82. And what sits up from the shroud is a human. Oh. Oh. She is now a human body. Frankie? Hey, Genevieve, you all right? She looks down at her body. She quickly looks to see if the ghoul mark is still on her. It isn't. You have saved me. The three of you, you have saved me. Just doing our job. Yeah, just, uh, well, you know, we didn't save you the first time, but luckily, uh, you know, Mabel here was able to to help us out. But yeah, you, you, you hired us to protect you, and, uh, you know, we did our best. You did more than your best. You truly are the defenders of Twilight Sanctorum. Wow. Well, thanks, yeah. You know, it's... Yeah, no. It's where we're from. We wanted to be nice. She kind of, um clutches her new body with relief and excitement. I have been such a fool. Everything I worked for, I already had. I'm going to leave this fucking town. I'm getting the fuck out of here. I think that uh, Ida might want to see you. Yes. Of course. Yes. You should chat with her about the notes, though. Before oh, yeah. you just get everything out in the open before you run off together. Yeah, you, might, candid- yeah, you know, make you yeah, make, make your own decisions. And, yeah. We will talk about everything. Yeah. And now, we will have time to. You have given me this gift, and her as well. She fumbles around for her old clothing, and in a pocket is a key to a safe deposit box. The money. I'll hang on to that. <laughs> you know what? The money is in here. Yeah, Maven, you, you can hang on to that, yeah. Yeah, you've earned it, son. <laughs> Maven uh, looks shifty-eyed and then snatches it really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, miss. Ow. Thank you. Where did please, you hide that? Please, you've returned. <laughs> and with that, she begins to gather up her stuff. She, you know, puts a protective hand on Mabel. She understands what happened. She understands. I don't know how to repay you. Well, listen, I don't. Go off. Go, go, go. Talk to Ida. Go do your thing. You already, you, you're, you're repaying us with literal payment. You know, you did. Yeah, yeah. You hired us. You hired us to do it. You say you don't know how to repay us. You mean that there's no money in the safe deposit? Hey, grab, grab this lady. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Maven. Right. <laughs> she says she didn't know how to pay us. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to overwhelm you now. Since you just came back, you but, can ask anything of yeah, me that you want. I just had a question. I lost. Uh, I lost my wife in the Fey Wild, and it was after she suddenly came into a lot of money in Twilight Sanctorum. And I'm kind of wondering if she made some deal that I didn't know about. What? And I don't know if you know about that from your time with her or if you would know why somebody would get a lot of money and then suddenly pass away. What's all this, Dad? Genevieve looks reluctant for a moment and then completely sheds it. I will tell you what I know because I am going to leave. Lynette worked for Atticus. 
she acquired dirt. On other families, she is the reason that the Beaumonts got a seat on the city council. What? So the, the sickness that was just natural, that had nothing to do with... I don't know. Can I think back on when Lynette got sick, if it was just if it was just natural and she just passed away, or if there was some kind of curse or something? Looking back, you've seen wasting disease since then. It's possible it wasn't wasting disease. There are poisons that might mimic a natural death. Okay. Well, I don't... She's collecting dirt on people and maybe maybe she makes some enemies of her own, huh? Maybe. I think we need to speak to Atticus. Another problem for another day, but now we got... Uh, Pan, I'm on your side. I'm on your side. I know I've... Uh, See? See? I know. Just yeah. so you know. Yeah? I cannot imagine it was Atticus. Okay. You were so happy for your family. Okay, so it was just... Uh, he just, you know, put her in danger by, uh, you know... Letting her do his dirty yeah, work. I, I okay. appreciate yeah, we're not, you. We're not, we're not uh, thrilled about it. Oh, and that's why he wanted to do a favor. I'm fuming. I'm fuming. <laughs> Pen, this guy. Pen, I'm fuming. This guy, you see this it's fucking this guy? guy? This guy. You know, he just, he's like, not sucking blood. He's sucking yeah, something yeah, else. See, huh? I don't know what the hell he's <laughs> oh, doing. He's, he's always been. He's always been all right. To yeah, me. he's no, all right. Yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. Is that he's a little bit all right? He's a creature of the night, baby. He's a goddamn creature of the night. Him. If he was just evil, evil, it'd be easy, right? Be but night. instead, he's just putting everybody in danger. All right. Yeah. Genevieve, we he's a shapeshifter. You can't trust him. He's not showing you anything why real. You, why are everybody yelling at me? All right. Sorry. Sorry. All right. All right. Sorry. All right. Genevieve, we're sorry. I, to... I shouldn't tell you this, but he is the one who secured that plot of land for you in the Wild. It makes it tough. It makes it tough. Two sides to every coin, Dad, you yeah. know? Yeah. I'm well, we got to talk to him. So sorry. No, it's, it's, all, it's all right. She... Loved you very much. Everything she did, she did for you and Pen. And I'm sure for you, but you weren't around yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, her she was. I heard she was real nice. She sounds all right. She she, she would have loved you so much, Mavid. She would have messed you up even more than we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she would have spoiled your rotten son. And with that, Genevieve collects her effects. She. Spends the rest of the day making sure Miss Abel's okay. Presumably then goes, finds Ida. The two of them leave. And you guys go back to your house. Yeah. I think I'll make sure, since uh, Mabel got attacked last time, Mm -hmm. I'll make sure while Mabel's in her weakened state, do you want us to uh, stand guard here? Do you want us to take you to... We got griffins for now. Do you want to come... Do you have a griffin? Yeah, just we're borrowing it. Just, we're borrowing it. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to come for? We could go for a Griffin ride, and you could stay at the carriage house for a little bit. If you're beat up, we don't want you to get your arm broken again. Yeah. We might go get steaks. We're thinking uh, about steaks. I could think about steaks. <laughs> All right, let's go get a steak. Let's, get let's go get a steak. Steaks. We got a cash. Let's a go to that deposit box. Nice. Let's go get. Let's go take another flight yeah. around. Let's... I'm not that hungry, but I'll come or whatever. You what, You make it so hard. You gotta try these steaks. I'm gonna eat something later. Why? What are you gonna eat? I had a bunch of stuff at the party. What do you want? We just had a big day. We had a big day. We're connected. You got these crazy teeth, baby. So I wanna go home. Tired. You just wanna. 
So you don't want to fly up? Relax. We can go look you want to keep on going? We can Everybody go see wants the to sky go again. Steak. I'm <laughs> sleepy. We'll go. I'm tired. You, you was almost dead just, before. I'll make all you right, a coffee, right. son. No, you know what? No, you know what, Ben? This is good. He's you deserting. Wanna go do, you want to go do your own thing? You go home and take a nap. The no. rest of us will eat steaks. He's his own man. We're gonna go fly around and we're gonna go look at the That's night right. sky. All right. All right, and you go to bed. You guys collect your money from the safety deposit box. You have, at this point, you've made enough platinum on this. You guys could probably get your own carriage for your carriage house. You could finally be a carriage house with a carriage. You go pick up steaks. You fly around the sky eating Without them. Without Maven, right? Maven <laughs> goes home and goes to bed early. We'll get him at the go box. You see that, like, Mabel was completely blindsided by this kindness that you guys offered her. Probably no one has ever offered a hag like her a night on the town before. And then you guys return to your carriage house. And as you go in, having successfully helped a client, yet another successful job and a well-paid one, might I add, you guys see a flyer tucked under your door. It's for another hag. It's Miss Mabel scoffs and she says, I fucking hate this girl. (laughs) Go have her, Miss Claire. Oh, her love potions are fucking snake oil. I'm telling you. Literally? Literally, yeah, because actually it's a pretty good love potion, snake oil. Yeah, kind of fucking, I should get into it. Okay. So you all see this tacky little flyer, except for Penny. You recognize it for a spell that you yourself practice. It's illusory script. Hang on. Whereas Frankie and Mabel, not Mavid because he's not he's there. Asleep, yeah. <laughs> um, whereas they just see sort of a, a tacky flyer for a hag overpromising on the effects of her love potion. You read a different message, one just for you Uh-oh. that only you can see. I've got your blood. Let's talk about what you can do to get it back. Nico. And that's where we'll Oh my god. Oh boy. (laughs) It's a good thing I ate that steak. (laughs) David sleeps so deeply. (laughs) Hey, Penn, I don't know why you're more mad about this than uh, Mabel is, but uh, I don't know. I'll throw it out. I crumble it up. No, 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 no. Okay, all right. Oh, just, man. just in case, you know, <laughs> if Mabel's busy. Oh, that's so The exciting. story will continue. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Great work, yeah. Woo. That's nice. Good job, it. everyone. Bravo. We got Good Nico. Job. We've got a wizard that's maybe mad at us. You guys did. It was smart of you to get rid of Trudea. She was going to be a thorn. Yeah, that so was. Too. I was trying to. It was, it I was know the that mouse. You, I could tell that you were like thinking, do I want to do this? And I was like, do it. Well, She's it's, a ref- it's the reflection of yeah. uh, Frankie's own yeah. thing, yeah, except yeah. he's grumpy. He's mm-hmm. not, uh, you know, bringing <laughs> back people from the dead to serve her dark bidding. <laughs> Sir, I'm going to need you to right. save that for the short rest. Yeah, Shut yeah, yeah. your mouth right we'll now. We'll do that. Uh, you can uh, follow us on uh, Patreon, and we'll we'll talk about this more over on our short rest. Patreon.com/slash/nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Don't sing it. Don't sing it. Don't do it. 
it don't matter do how far you go. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, uh, uh, Dungeon Dose and Emily. That was so much yes. fun. That was great. Oh, uh, we'll be back next week with uh, we've got a D and D court. Uh, we haven't done those in a bit, uh, so be on the lookout for that. All enjoyed a little holiday listening. Hogliday listening. A little yeah. holiday right. listening. What's more holiday than a bunch of family members yelling at each other? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to plug? Yes. There are only two live shows remaining on our calendar, folks. They are Ooh. in D.C. and Boston, January 18th in D.C. and January 19th in Boston. And then we're going to take uh, a nice long slumber. So come out and check us <laughs> yeah. out yeah. Uh, in D.C. and Boston mm-hmm. in January. Right. We're going to be falling asleep on stage in Boston. <laughs> we are not. Yes. So we're going to be putting on a great show. So please At the end of the show, they're going to put a, a glass coffin over us like Snow White. Cute. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be cute. cute. One big bed, yeah. All right. And with that, you can follow us on social media that we may or may not use at THMurfsMe, at Caldy's Caldwell, at Emily, and at Jake. And you can tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We are, we are, the youth of the nation, we are, we are, the youth of the nation. Folks, the end of the episode has come. The holidays are coming to a close. A sweet blue year approaches, and as it does, it's time for me to shout out our benevolent Council of Elders. Let's get right to it. Brad D, Jeffrey S, Lord of the Fjord, Hugh C, Later McSkater, Matt M, Cutter W, Feared Al, Jeff C, Daniel G, Danielle the Dastardly Dame, Beard Man Dan, Danny P, Vincent W, Victor T, aka Balnor's Boy, Hoyt's Friend, Justin I, Danny Danster, TJM, Trelay, The Cray, Christopher B, Damiel R, Jordan L, Cyborg version of Josh the Cobalt, Beep Boop, Stevie Wags, the guy who gave Caldwell a Flintstone graphic novel in Milwaukee, wishing you all a happy Thanksgiving and a merry Crittermas. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed that book. My knowledge and appreciation of the Flintstones grows deeper and deeper. Thanks to your generosity. Princess Yar, Jory S, Jack L, Nicholas C, star of every film ever made in Bohemia. Now back in action after Union Victory. Samuel B, Mike H, Elka Smelzer Plus, Great Value Jimma, Adam G, Tyler F, Panama James, Adrian, Rex Thaniel the White, Diana de los Lopez, C.C. Lulu, Hercule Poirot, the Rabbit Folk Detective, Reiko, Tucker's wife, Lynn Michelle, Calder Comes Cold, hashtag CCC Forever, stay frosty, fairy followers. Taylor B., the vengeful one-winged angel, Cass, skateboard Cass, Stephen, C. Stevens on the seas, C., Mike K., Lady Taco and Team Incredulity. Joy T, Jake L, Nick W, Swashbuckling Swag Snagger, William W, Big Bad Beardo the Mad, Ananarama, Percival Frederickstein von Musel Klasowski de Rolo III, Magdalene the Mad, Item the Simple Dimples, 
J Dragonborn, Vincent Synonymous Gauche, The Sandrean, Ben A, Dave H, Catherine S, David K, Christian S, Ryan D, Dustin S, Danny F, Hawkeye Pierce, Bookfar's assistant Izzy F, DPC is awesome! Shone, the shade tree mechanic of Zelbuldar. Summer Rose, aka Grand Terre. Cat C, Misa of House in Zunza. Ariel, the occasional mermaid. Selena N, aka Velociraptor. B, Perky, always. Pat L, Maxwell J, Lauren H, Nalani, the coffee barista brewing fighter of Linpial and Bohemia. Ryan S, the Boom Duster. Annie, the Feywild Therapist. Sorry, last time I changed my art handle, I promise. Skillful Ferret, insert request here. Ooh, um, I would love to see the Phantasmos riding around in their cool spider carriage. Connor S, Salil. Weed Goku 69, aka Trevor G. Leviathan, BioQuart 7, Amber Dextrous. Sullivan H, Trub Hobdropper, Jack Hubert, King of the Mole People Under Iron Deep. We will find you one day, I swear it. Lindsay W, Valen, Carlin C, Emily S, Saul Slimy Spunk, hashtag release the filthy guppy cut. James G, Everything Bago, the Aladrin who just wants to hang out with his pet badger Stripey. Daddy Master Dandy. Han the Green Teen, Eric B, Marcos, Jordan P, the occasional crit reporter, learns the balance druid, Dakota James P, Frida M, Pagos, self-proclaimed fake king, joined in macabre matrimony. They will never know a lonely day again as long as I draw breath. Hardcore. Tracy P, the Crick Elf Librarian, Maggie S, see you in Chicago. Holly Hyena, Leia, Hunter H, Pixel Stars, Akash T, Andrew, Crick Planeswalker, Stuck in Cricksney World. Ah, there's worse places to be. Do Phineas, Cal, just Cal, Russell H, a monk named Dilgo. Yes, the whole thing. Yes, every time. Swim deep through mountains, face giants, fire and ice, if only for beans. Keychains, Pentium 2 processor. Lorelei the succubus and Kyra her busty queen. Matt M, your friendly neighborhood yacht and yunkle Andrew and Sid. John Adams, yes, like the president. Meg, the mail carrier manager of Bohemia. James F, Jimmy A, M4L, Austin S. Wayfarer, upon returning to their fae flower shop, found it completely overrun with trolls. Ah, uh, what will they do now? Shane C. Barpo Goodbarrel Bardbarian. Welshlander. Garrett G. A.K.A. One Big Curd. Mr. D. Dana the Daisy. Ethan B. Havy the Half-Orc. Renee the Monster Captain. Gabriel W. Box Clifton. Olivia the Enchanting Bard, who is working hard on her audition for the lead singer of the Mountain Crows. Yeah! Winter Slade, Riley S., Fico, Angry Wheat, Garrett H., 
Anthony, the raddest of dudes, who secured his Carnegie Hall tickets for himself and his lovely partner Josh, the finest of dudes. Hope you had a happy holidays, dudes. Josh H, Caleb L, fairy followers are celebrating. Hashtag CCC. I love Sunny. Hashtag gut the fish. Hashtag PTFC. Wow, that's a lot of hashtags. Cantrip Dumbledore, the bear onesie wearing barbarian. Lexi H, MJ, the BFG, drinking tea by the sea. The very merry whale guy, Rathmodius. B Gino T, Rip OG1 Kenobi, we hardly knew ye. Ah, Mama Belle, the silver serpent herself. C Nat Spell, the wizard. Derek D, Tristan, the talentless honk. Leon Kumori, legendary hero of Bohemia from a future campaign. Can't wait to meet you, Leon. BTA Workshop. Shenanigans O'Connor. Mios the Great. Alex K. Joshy P. The Public Enemy. Joshua S. Alexander. Linz W. Angel of Pamela the Forever Vindicated. Emma S. Red the Reforged Warforged. Executive Producer Dick Wolf creator of the upcoming series Law and Order Bohemia, starring lead Bullywug actor David Hasselhop. Very good. A cat napping in a sunbeam, listening to a podcast. Jealous of that existence. Hunter W. Heart One's Hot Hump Gunk. Shell B. Kenna's second favorite Sprite Girl. She's exiting 2023 finally cancer-free Holy shit, Shelby, that is amazing. Congratulations to you. May 2024 be an excellent year. I wish you the best. Jackson R, T3RHX, official Ned Flanders. Troy D. Blaze, future King of the Pirates. I want to join your crew, Troy. That sounds great. Blake H, searching for a sweet blue hole with his bestie, Big Bev. Lloyd, the Christmas rat. Papa Sky Days. Mima Skadays. Oh, it's V. Tommy W. Mike and Lisa sending love to all y'all. Mm, thank you. Haley the Human. Megan N. The Big M. Stephanie of House in Zunza. Jake's Ramen Shop. R.I.P. Melchior the Brave, Leonin Warrior. Who even cares about the rest of the party? Not me, that's for sure. Karjish. Benjamin A. Sacrificial otaku, pin name for Callie's cousin, who discovered anime and is trying to spread the word all over Bohemia. Jiggy Merlino, Mikkel A, Angie A, Josh Hole, five yak swords that combine into one much larger yak sword. Broki, the Chew Crew, Blue Through, Jacob K, Maple the Shy Bookworm, Ashley, Seth E, Billy Batson, Tori the Blind Bisexual Dragoose, Sock Monkey Bob, <laughs> Edelweiss the Charismatic Arcane Trickster Jackal, giving hashtag CCC a helpful pervy mage hand. God bless you, Edelweiss. Michael Lyle S. Cobbers. And Nova underscore cry. Woo! 
and that is all of our elders. Uh, thank you so, so much for your support throughout the year. We love you. You honor us. Um, if you would like to join this illustrious crowd, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash nadpod. That's going to be it for us today. Stay tuned later this week for the final episode of Twilight Sanctorum. We really hope you enjoy it. Uh, appreciate you. Have a great day and a happy blue year. We love you. Bye-bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>